And welcome to episode 65 of The Misanthropod. I'm Snipe, and as always, I'm joined by Wib. Say hello. Hello. And I'm also joined by Le Drumblebum. Say hello. Hello. How are you, lovely gentlemen, today? I'm doing okay. I'm okay. How are you, Matt? Yeah, I'm well. Snipe? Fine. I'm fine. <laughs> Everything is fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> so, yeah, we've got a bit of a special podcast for you guys today. Ooh. <laughs> I felt like they deserved some sort of reaction. Thank you. No, I, I, I like that. You can be my Foley artist. Just be, but yeah, we finished up our D&D storyline uh, recently. And so we're basically going to dedicate most of the podcast to summarizing that and sort of giving a little bit of a send off to the thing that's been a regular occurrence in the podcast for far too long. But we've been doing it for like two years now. So it and... I kind of miss it already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I need to do with my days now because I don't have D&D stuff to prep. I know. <laughs> it's, it's really like, weird. What? <laughs> I miss Tal. I miss everybody and I miss that sarcastic voice in the sky <laughs> that was always telling me off and my character off and doing really stupid shit. In which I case only told you off deserved- once. <laughs> yeah, but to be fair, I pretty much deserve it every time. So Anyway. <laughs> Uh, before we get into that, though, is there anything uh, that people have been up to that they desperately want to have out there into the ether? Um, I have a confession, I guess. Okay. So I've not been. Really, lucky we're doing the D and D because I've done bugger all this week. Um, yeah, same, honestly. <laughs> I was back back in the UK for a week uh, with obviously not with my computer, um, and then since I came back, I basically spent the whole week playing Truck Simulator, which I started last time. And is the most addictive, and yet nothing happens in it game. <laughs> and it's been quite nice. You know, I've been watching like Critical Role and listening to podcasts and things that I wouldn't just sit and do that while not doing anything else. But I'm not, I'm not very good at playing any other game while listening to podcasts. I know you guys do, but I just my brain I can't focus on the two, and I just don't listen to one or just crash in the game or whatever. <laughs> but Truck Simulator I can deal with. It's just about the right level. But I was like, wait, well, it's kind of. I don't want to say waste of time, but it's not. I have lots of other technically better and more interesting games to play. So okay, I was like, yeah. okay, and yeah, like I said last time, it is sort of role playing. Like you do level up. So I was like, okay, well, I'll get to the point where I'm like near the max level and I've got all the truck upgrades and I've maxed out my like garage size, and that seems like a reasonable time to like stop playing, like rip the bandage off in one go, and be like, I just <laughs> go cold turkey and play something better. Then I saw that European Truck Simulator was on offer. Oh, no. <laughs> well, I mean, if in fairness, you did stop playing American Truck Simulator. It, it was £3, and I was like, well, okay. <laughs> so I've, so now I need to go through the same thing and get to basically the same stage in that. <laughs> so I'm going to have a... So, so this time, in next time we record in a, in a couple of weeks, all I'll have to talk about is Truck Simulator, but in a different continent, which makes it different, apparently. Yay. I'd say you'd be driving on the other side of the road, but well, you won't be. I won't be. Although I will because I started because depends on where your headquarters is. You can like have your left hand side or right hand side truck, and because my headquarters is in the UK, just because like if I had to pick anywhere, I might as well pick where I am from. I guess 
nothing else beneficial about it. But, <laughs> but, well, yeah. but because of that, like if I buy trucks there, it'll be one-sided, and then I'll go to Europe where all the interesting stuff happens, and I'll be on the wrong side of the truck, which will be weird. But apart mm. from that, there's basically not really much difference. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, I just I felt like I had to confess to someone. <laughs> well, this is your confessional booth. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Oh, <laughs> well, okay. So three homilaries and I don't know what else, whatever else they tell you to do. Confession slash therapy, it's fine. <laughs> so uh, we, we'll move on from that horrific admission. It's okay. I feel lighter now. I've got it off my chest. So thank you. Well, I mean, I don't really know what to say to you, Drummer Butt, but I'm glad you feel better. Yeah, absolutely. You just had to be there to listen. That's all I needed. I, I'm happy to be there to listen. <laughs> so, um, let's just get balls deep into the D&D. When last we left our heroes... Uh, we were about to go into a warehouse. We were. Oh, yes. Do we want some, do we want some quick, quick backstory for anyone who's listening to this and not the yes. earlier ones? Yeah, yeah. Take yeah. it away, DM. Let's see if I can remember. <laughs> I have literally all my notes in front of me, so I'm going to be marking you on this. Yeah, this is actually okay. a test if the DM remembers the game he ran. <laughs> yeah, Slash the world he wrote. Um, so the town, Wyport, where their players have sort of, it's been their starting town. And they've got to know like the, the pubs and the, the mayor and the garden things. And they've had a few adventures around about casually save the town from a dragon. Yeah, um, yeah it was actually pretty easy. <laughs> there's been like an underlying, slowly building threat or possible threat of this organisation known as the Brotherhood, but only really mentioned in sort of whispers and in passing. And seemingly they've been trying to steal these magic books for some for some unknown end. Um, they managed to get one early on in the campaign and then they got a... I mean, the players went off and dealt with that and found that, but the the, the guy that was potentially leader, who they didn't realise at the time, sort of buggered off and ran away and left him to fight some zombie things. Um, and then there was a... I did a Christmas... We did a Christmas-type adventure, Die Hard style, because best Christmas film. It was amazing. <laughs> um, where the same organisation... Turned out the same organisation had stolen another one of these books. So the players and the party and the, the mayor and the guard were like, okay... We need to look into this. And the players ended up finding out that there was potentially a meeting room or something underneath a high-end pub private members club thing. They beat up some guys down there, got some information that says that the Brotherhood may or may not be based in this warehouse in the docks region of the town. And I think that's probably about it. It's slightly yeah. rambly, but relatively yeah, no, succinct no, that, that's a summary of where, we, where we're up to at this point. The players have gone to this warehouse, no idea what's what's ahead of them, whether it's good information or whether there's going to be, who who knows what's going to be in there. And they're currently stood outside wondering what to do. Um, so yeah, we, we, uh, we got there. Mm-hmm. And uh, it didn't take us long to figure out what to do. Not that it was a sensible thing what we did. No, I, I disguised <laughs> as the guy we interrogated. Yeah. So I could waltz in there. I mean, to be fair, my character Nathan will just waltz in anywhere with his dick in the wind because he's just got that much <laughs> fake confidence. <laughs> I don't know. You, you keep doing the disguising thing, and I think you're sure it's going to work one of these days. One day it will, and it will be really good. <laughs> Any day now. Ooh, it's, oh, it's going to be great. But anyway, um, so our our rogue Talus um, goes up to the door and. Of this this huge warehouse because there's no other way in that we can see. 
Windows yeah, there's like high. windows are all bo- boarded up, but like solidly boarded up. Mm. So it doesn't, without making a lot of noise, you're not going to be able to get through there very easily. And there doesn't seem, seem to be many other ways apart from this door. So Talus goes to open the door. Mm. Being all sneaky and shit. Users gets out a lock picking tools. Um, rolls just well enough, so nearly breaks her tools, but yeah. manages to work it out. Presumably I would have had to have headbutt the door or something. Yeah. If, Doors if, are your specialty. It's been a while since I've had a door-related problem, mostly because I've let other people go first. Yeah, really. <laughs> but, uh, so she gets in, um, like, opens up the door, there's no one around, but... There is the telltale fuds of something very large wandering around the warehouse. Yeah. So. I think I remember Drama Matt saying, like, you know, it's it's very, very solid, very hefty, wide apart footprint. So from what you can, uh, from what you can deduce, it could either be a incredibly large creature or a severely maimed giant cat. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> that's it because I, I that's why I said, I said it sounds like it was something with two legs walking around, mm-hmm. and yeah. And then I was like, I, "Oh I god, you guys are going to specifically." <laughs> so anyway, trying to avoid the thing with the large footsteps. Oh yeah, uh, because the the warehouse inside is like a bunch of shelves. There's, yeah, there's like like a bunch of like what was it like like an IKEA kind of like. Warehouse where there's just loads of like these big tall shelves. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's how I described it. Yeah. I, everyone's probably been to an IKEA; they're everywhere. Um, the, the the warehouse section at the end where you like self serve your thing, and it's a huge, like big floor to ceiling shelf things. That basically, I was just trying to say they're not just like you know kitchen shelves; they're big shelves. They're yeah. big warehouse shelves. So um, there's like a load of those in the middle of the floor. And then over to the left-hand side of the area, there's a staircase that leads up to, you know, in, uh, in like, uh, warehouses where there'll be an upper floor that's... For the overseer. For, like, people to oversee what's going off. So there's, like, a room that's just sort of in the corner. Where a manager can sit there and look over you and then shout at you if you stop working for two minutes. Basically that room. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> so trying to avoid wherever the big th- footsteps are coming from, we all sort of run across to where the stairs are and we we did pretty well being sneaky but then we looked we up decently and there was just a bloke who was just looking down yeah I, and saw oh us my God. he saw me and he just kind of like he locks eyes with me and he just kind of like takes a step back and just bleeds into the gloom <laughs> and we're like oh <laughs> oh no <laughs> that's not good <laughs> but we start hearing shouts, and then the footsteps start... They hasten. Start Hasten and start coming towards us. Turns out, what is in there is a giant. A giant maimed cat. Not a giant maimed cat, just a giant. It was a rock giant, wasn't it? Yeah, stone giant. Stone, stone giant, giant, that's the one. Stone, rock, brick, pebble, what's the difference? Oh, Not made of stone. Just of, um, yeah. Just, just sort of. Of rocks. Yeah. They like rocks. I just guess. a big bloke. Yeah. Not a bloke sized bloke. Not a man sized bloke. Not a man sized bloke. A giant sized bloke. A giant man sized bloke. A giant man sized bloke. So, uh, roll initiative and combat begins. Yeah. Um, Nathan. Um, Being incredibly 
clever yeah. in I, his I, infinite wisdom. Yeah, probably should summarise this since it's a whole D&D thing. God, we're a mess. Um, yeah, I play... <laughs> I, play yeah, the dwarf. I was wondering why we didn't do this at the beginning. Yeah, I know. Anyway, I'm the d- I play a dwarf barbarian who's got one level in Bard as well, for story reasons. It's fluff. Um, called Johnny. Snipe here. Uh, my character is uh, Nathaniel Galahalt, Nathan for short, Natty if you're nasty. <laughs> okay, but seriously, don't ever call him that. He'll fucking punch you. He's a warlock and he's a twat. He's a warlock and he's a he's an absolute wanker. He's, <laughs> he's a drunk and he's... He thinks he he thinks that he can do anything, and honestly, is really terrible at a lot of things, and manages to scrape by because he's very fucking lucky. <laughs> uh, we also have our dragonborn wizard Sora, who is a torturer by nature. Apparently, <laughs> she's like super mean. Like only when it comes to books, though. Well, she can be. She can. Well, be. she she starts torturing that guy <laughs> that we had tied to a chair because she was like, "Don't fuck with books," and it starts just like stabbing wildly at his feet with her with her staff because she's yeah. vicious and scary. <laughs> uh, there is finally Talus, our El- elf elven rogue, rogue. who uh, makes sandwiches and that, oh, that, that only Johnny likes. That only my character likes. Um, they're, they're terrible sandwiches. Yeah. So anyway, combat begins, um, and Nathan. Mm-hmm. Um, starts off combat fairly well. Oh yeah, I have a uh, in the first few sessions uh, we found a necklace of fireballs which has like five or six gems on it that if you pull it off and throw it it basically casts like a level five fireball spell. Which is, is really... level three fireball? I, I, I can't remember. Yeah, it's, just, it's, it's just a it's, standard level fireball. It's a really but, tough but like, thing is, compared fireball to... Is a good is a good spell. That's a good spell. Yeah, so like that was like has really helped out a lot of fights. Yeah. So I yank one off. And, yeah, I yank one off. <laughs> the giant. I yank off one of the uh, the fireball gems, and I'm just like whoop, and I, I do amazing because you know. And uh, yeah, it does a shitload of damage. It starts, uh, also it sets fire to the uh, couple of the shelves. Yeah, nearby. sets fire to a handful <laughs> of the shelves, which is an Not issue. Ideal. And any shoes that you know come not so bad. Potentially an issue. I mean, fire can be good, <laughs> but mostly fire bad. Um, Talus then casts um, a thing that that they are very fond of. Um, Tasha's hideous laughter. Oh, she's been getting so much use out of that. Uh, which works. Which, if you don't know, Tasha's hideous laughter is something that makes whoever you're fighting um, drop down on the floor prone and just laugh their fucking ass off. Yeah. Uh, she likes doing this to non-humans, so we hear, we heard like a uh, displacer beast laughing, and it was the most terrifying fucking shit we've ever heard. We've heard a werewolf laugh. Yeah, that was a now, thing we've heard. Now we hear, we've heard a giant laugh, which honestly I'd say is my personal favorite because it's the least horrifying. Yeah, that won't, that won't be keeping us up at night. But, <laughs> um, yeah. Generally, um, you know, fight goes down. Um, I, I was actually quite surprised because we did pretty well. Um, at one point, the uh, the giant, because Talos is weaving in and out of the big Ikea shelves, he just, like, mm. shoulder barges one of them to try and topple and domino and basically crush <laughs> and kill Talos. And we're all like, shit, we didn't think of that. <laughs> Luckily, I think he knocks, like, three, and that's, like, an in-between hit, like, the three that have been toppled, and the, there's, like, two shelves that didn't fall. And she's like, right, I'm getting the fuck out of there then. <laughs> and those, the shelves that she, she uh, that he pushed over were the ones that were on fire. So then it was knocking into other shelves, which are then setting them on fire. Yep. So as well as the shelves potentially progressing and crushing her. 
we had the, the fire was now spreading along. Which could have, yeah, which I don't know if that could have been avoided. I mean, honestly, <laughs> let's be frank. Uh, Nathan did nothing wrong. <laughs> I mean, fire, fire, fire could have been caused by anyone. Yeah, I know. I mean, like, Johnny could have just, like, I don't know. He could have been playing with tinderboxes again. I mean, I'm just going to say, if I find something on fire, I am going to assume it's Nathan. That's... <laughs> Okay, like that's usually a fair assumption. Uh, I did also get hit. I, I got crit by the the, the giant oh, one point yeah. for forty four damage. Yeah, and like you just popped a frenzy as well, which yeah. means um, if you guys don't know, that means um, frenzy halves damage. Well, more specifically, a rage. Well, a rage. Um, like popping a rage will um, half damage. Yeah. So luckily, physical damage. But yeah, they, physical damage. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'm being a bit too vague. But yeah, so like that 44 turned into 22. So it wasn't that thankfully. bad, but, but still, getting anything that hits you for 44 damage is always a little unnerving. Yeah, and like, I'm just trying to think, like, <laughs> Especially... if, if he'd hit any any anyone else at all, we would have been down in one hit. Cause, like, yep. No, wait, maybe... No, I think everyone has... I think Talus has the second highest yeah, HP. Yeah, because you're level 6 at this point. We're all level 6, yeah. So... Speak for yourself, I'm a level 5-1. <laughs> okay, but you all have 6 levels, but you have yes. all rolled pretty badly on your various health we really have. so none of you have much health at all no yeah i'm i'm just i'm sitting there with like 60 odd health and i'm like yeah. i have more than double everyone else you really do yeah it's i think my max is 29 because <laughs> <laughs> i'm but, like that's why i had to take the luck did, did, did you all the last when you all leveled up to six didn't all didn't three of you apart from johnny roll a one yep on their like how much health they get and none of you are particularly have got good constitutions there's not even that that would see get your little benefit exactly yeah like i i think in that in that instance i uh, i rolled a three as well so mm. even the best roll wasn't great because we, at least we all we plus... all did it on mic and we all yeah. rolled abhorrently badly yeah you all rolled ones except me yeah um, and then yeah <laughs> I, I, I at least have like a plus three constitution so it's not so bad so you kind of make up for a little bit but the rest of us are kind of fucked. Yeah. <laughs> I actually intentionally don't know how much health any of you have because I feel like if I knew your health and could keep track of it, you I'd punches, be more inclined yeah. to pull punches or go, oh, actually, this person's going to attack this other person with more health. So I'm like, actually, I don't know. I'm quite glad that I don't know how much health. I know that you don't have much. I have 29 <laughs> HP. Never forget it. I'm incredibly squishy and I also have brass balls. So that is not a good combination. <laughs> because of by level six or potentially seven next time we start up again, like, that's not much hit. That's one shotted by a lot of things. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. No. I can confirm because so... this keeps fucking happening to me. Because <laughs> I'm always point man because of the like because of Nathan's character. I'm always up front going, "Hi everyone, I'll solve this." Pro- oh, I've been shot. Is this what we're going? Fuck. <laughs> That's half my life. When we start up the next thing. Um... Nathan's gonna be. He's gonna be on the fucking protein. No, I feel that every time we we play like. A a D and D game after this with new characters like we're all just gonna dump stat constitution just (laughs) just fucking go nuts (laughs) just fucking anything to make it better but yeah anyway back to the giant fight anyway um so yeah um the the actual uh, giant fight apart from me getting the shit beaten out of me is relatively uneventful we 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 were quite lucky um in the way that. He didn't get to any of us, really. A lot of high damage was done to A lot him, of high so. damage was done to you, because, I mean, and, and we're grateful, thank you. Because, <laughs> um, you know, being the tank, so we were like, oh, thank fuck. But yeah, so he he goes down, and you see, now we think 
that because there was a giant there and because nothing else kind of joined in, we're like... And it's only a little thing up, up top, so there's probably not going to be yeah. that much up there. So, yeah, it's, it's nice and quiet. We're like, okay, we saw, we, we can confirm there's at least one standard human guy. Yeah, and chances are there's going to be more than one. Yeah, so we like... <laughs> so I, I, again, Nathan goes point, because I guess he just likes being hurt. <laughs> so I go up first in, uh, in costume, being like, hey guys, maybe don't shoot at me, please, <laughs> because that would fucking hurt. And I, I'm like, okay, so what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna try and intimidate them because they've boarded them. So there's like a, there's like a, maybe like five, four, five guys in this like little room, yeah. And yeah. they've basically flipped a table and the door, and they're they're trained on us. They're like, ah, they, they are obviously not convinced by my perfect disguise. All the crossbows pointed at us. Yeah. All the crossbows that pointed at me. I'm like, hey guys, check out <laughs> yeah, my cause... dick swinging in the wind. Because <laughs> you've had to go up the stairs. Like They've, you, yeah. they've just, just see Nathan's like head and shoulders appear up when, from their perspective. They don't, can't see anyone behind. Yeah. So everything is aimed at Nathan's head. Yeah. Everything is trained at my head. So being <laughs> the ballsy moron that Nathan is, I step up a little further and I, I cast the Madagy to give myself like glowing eyes. I make I make the warehouse tremble a little bit and I make my voice really booming and I'm just like and this takes me like twenty seconds. Because <laughs> each one of those things is like a turn. It's like, worth a, of... it's like a turn and a turn is six seconds. So I'm, <laughs> just... I'm still there for like twenty seconds being like give me a minute. Give me, <laughs> give me a minute. I can't do it all at once. I can't do it at once. <laughs> Which, which won't surprise anyone to know that, like, when I basically turned around with flaming eyes after twenty seconds and a booming voice, and then it trembled, and shouted, "Stand down!" I got someone from the back go, "Huh?" <laughs> so you managed to beat the giant. Oh well. And then they, then I just get shot by someone I can't see. Basically, so combat starts again. Combat starts. I get shot in the shoulder, and I've just got a fucking crossbow bolt sticking out of me, and I'm like, "Fuck!" <laughs> oh, all that hit with my with my booming voice and my, my glowing <laughs> eyes. I'm like, "Oh god, it hurts." Should I pull it out? What am I going to do? Fuck! <laughs> That's when we notice that as well as the, like, five guys in the room, there's, like, six also in the rafters with crossbows, crossbows pointed trained at us. straight at us. It's like, oh god, they were waiting for that one fucking... They were waiting for that one guy to give them the okay, and yeah. then they basically turned me into a pincushion in now, training. Now, fortunately... Um, because they're all on rafters, that did mean that they could fall off the rafters. Yes. <laughs> That's the benefit. Of... And uh, quite a few of them were quite far away, so they were firing at long range, so they had disadvantage and stuff. So... I specifically remember there was a guy in the bottom right-hand corner of the map, because we view a top-down one, that kept trying to shoot at Johnny and missed every <laughs> single time and got so mad that he just went, fuck this, like, pop, slung, like, slung his, uh, his crossbow over his shoulder and just fucking bolted <laughs> so he could just hit you once. <laughs> because then, like, the fucking fire, like, all the smoke made it, like, obscured. So then he, he couldn't see you, and yeah. he was like, oh, fuck this, and just ran to the other side <laughs> of the smoke. He's got so fed up. And then I think he shot me in, like, the, the bottom right-hand side of my torso. So I've got two fucking arrows sticking out of me. <laughs> He's like, he gets pissed off because he can't hit you when he shoots me in the fucking guts. Well, bigger target. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, yeah, okay, that's fair. <laughs> so, um... After getting shot a bit, uh, Sora uh, lights up. What is what is it called? The meteor thing she's this is got. It's a meteor spell. Um, it's um, 
someone begin it's a wizard's name begin with M's minute meteors. Uh Mordenkainen's minute yeah, meteors. Yeah, Mordenkainen, I know that guy. Uh, I, I, one of those guys. You see, in my head, and I know it's not true, but I keep thinking it's MILFs magic meteors. <laughs> oh no, it's oh wait, it's MILFs. It MILFs? It's MILFs acid arrow. Is it MILFs meteors as well? I can't remember. It's one one of the um No no, it's MILFs minute meteor. Yeah, okay. Anyway, it, it makes like um like a bunch of meteors that that orbit her and she can fire out. I, I like one they're day really I'll, cool. Yeah, they're really so she pulls up that and she fires them at three of the guy at three Surprised of the guys. Surprised she just fired at me. I was getting hit all over the fucking place. Um knocks all three of them off the rafters. Yeah, they they um, all lose their balance and they're just like ah. Because it's of, like a is that like a 30 foot drop? Yeah, now, yeah something like that. One of them falls into the fire. Yeah, he, he, he's gone. He's gone. <laughs> um, the other two having fallen, uh, I, I'm pretty sure... Oh, one of them, like, one of them manages, like, he doesn't die from the fall or the damage. No, I think I because think two of them don't die from the fall because then they chase up behind you guys. Yeah, that was it, because we're um, on, like, this single file staircase. Yeah. And, like, one of them dusts himself off and he's like, right, you pricks. He's wounded, but he's like he can still move pretty quick. And the other guy's kind of a bit like he's a bit worse for wear. Mm. But he's still like, no, nah, I'm gonna stab the fuck out of that dinosaur woman. <laughs> Whatever um, that is, I don't know what a dinosaur is. It's probably not so. Good. Yeah, those guys fall off, break their legs, but somehow manage to run up behind. They scramble uh, on back behind uh, behind Sora. But um, meanwhile, Nathan casts Shatter into the small room. <gasps> I do. Oh, yes. Oh, now. If you guys are interested in playing a warlock, take Shatter. It's so fun. It's so good. It makes you feel like such it's a very badass. impractical a lot of the time. Oh, so many times is it impractical. Impractical, <laughs> but it's, but it's, it's great. so fun. So like, I cast in this room, and I explode the table that this fucking like the commander, like the captain, is hiding behind. I just turn it into splinters. And the table... I blow out the windows. I cover yeah. talus in glass. And also the table that had been pushed against as a barricade kills the guy who was standing behind yeah. it and catapults his corpse through the smashed table. Yeah, it was amazing. And I, I kind of consolidate and I hide up in the corner because no one, like... Oh, because, like, talus moved to the other side of the door at that point. And there's one guy who comes running out because he's like, oh, fuck this. I'm going to go, like, stab that elf lady. So he comes out, Talus really, really stabs him good, does a lot of, does lot a lot of, damage. of stabbing him good. He hasn't noticed me, who's directly behind him, so I grab him by the chin and I, I cut his throat. I needed two damage to kill him, and I rolled exactly two damage. <laughs> Woo! I, I don't, don't know, know why I keep yeah. doing this. I don't know why you keep having instances where you could use magic, but you go, no, I'm going to stab someone. It's, <laughs> honestly, I'm playing fluff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just love how you do so little damage with the knife. You've managed to not only kill this guy, but you killed a werewolf in the session before. As well. It was pretty brutal. I mean, to be fair, he was prone, and I would have had a disadvantage on a on a ranged spell attack. So I was like, "Fucker, I'll stab him in the throat," and <laughs> then it kills him horribly. And I'm like, "Well, fuck." Okay. I'm just a bad person, I guess. Okay, that werewolf was coming at me. Okay, that was very rude. But yeah, so after after an initial thing where we get pelted with arrows and. You know, bad things happen. We start to whittle the guys down. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I sort of launch shot. myself into the into the room. Um, <laughs> You're like the Tasmanian fucking yeah. devil. He's <laughs> going in there, like, screaming. <laughs> Smack a few people around. <laughs> well, I'm not going to be able to get that image out of my head ever. Yeah, next time he runs into a room and just starts screaming, it's just going to be 
Tasmanian devil yeah. all over the place. Um, and Sora's been picking off the other guys off the yeah, rafters. Yeah, she's been like smashing all the other guys in the rafters, like really laying down some good fire so that we're not turned into pincushions like yeah. me. Um, <laughs> when there's only a couple of them left on the rafters, the boss guy who had been hiding at the back behind a table behind before the, the pile table of splinters. behind the before <laughs> table and turned to splinters goes, "Oh shit!" and then just bolts, jumps yeah, out the window, just and just fucking he bolts to the rafters and basically, like as he's running, he's just like, "Fucking protect me, you idiots!" And they're like, "Oh shit, yeah, we probably should do that." <laughs> um, so I, I bolt after him, as does uh, as does Talus. Mm. Leaving Sora and I basically where we started on the stairs because Sarah hadn't uh, Sora hadn't really moved that much. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, she hadn't had to. She'd just been nuking. She's people just been from sitting there nuking so. with, with milfs, milfs medias. She's been uh, just, as a, a side note from this. So the way that it worked on the meat on the beams is that if you were hit, I had them doing like you do a concentration check. Um, if you're hit, if you take damage, we'll concentrate on spell. I basically had to make concentration checks, but dexterity based ones, not constitution based ones to see if they could keep their footing on the on the rafters and i think she hit like five or six guys and every single one of them failed that check yeah we got lucky yeah <laughs> i'm gonna say it straight up we got fucking lucky <laughs> well potentially lucky but then the ones that survived on the floor were then like flanking you behind from the down the stairs so uh, it, was, yeah. it wasn't necessarily a good thing that they'd fallen off mm. I do remember Sora turning around and basically just like doing like a thunder wave and just going bah! and then the, all of them just like getting knocked down the fucking side. I think the fall killed like one of them because he was really not in a good mm. way. And then that just made the, the remaining guy even angrier. <laughs> Which is kind of what we do. If we don't kill you, we'll piss you off. <laughs> just by being here. Just by existing. Um, so... But yeah, um... you, you and Talos like are giving chase to this guy who's got like, I think like I think there's two or three guys left. Yeah, the other guys get um, get picked off by various ranged spells, and, and yeah. um, I, I think even um, Talus on the way like hurls a knife at one of them or something. Yeah, or, she she makes a or maybe an acid it. arrow was, or something. It was a shuriken. Oh yeah, she's got a weird. She's got weird shurikens now, and she's like, oh, I'll try these out. It's fine. So. With the guy, the guy's left now. It appeared that he was running away, which is why we gave chase like so diligently. Yeah, we kind of dropped everything around. Yeah, well, turned out he, he wasn't. He was running for the safety of his other men. So when all his men was dead, were dead, he just kind of turns around and was like, "All fuck right, it. yeah, he, he, gonna he go down swinging." Yeah, he literally turns on his heel and's like, "Fuck, okay." Yeah, he's got like two swords and he's obviously incredibly pissed off with us. So go to fight him on the rafters. Um, now I I am a a, a small dwarf who fights Ooh, with a very small. large maul, so not the most agile or graceful. <laughs> I would never ever describe Johnny as graceful, but I also wouldn't describe him as inelegant. So <laughs> as soon as I kind of get into a fight with him, I just get knocked off. Yeah, I, I just. I I fall I I fall, but because I uh, because I managed to roll okay, because it, it was like yeah, multiple stage kind of check, wasn't it? It was like one to fall and then one to see if you can hold on. Yeah, I was playing with the with the like goons. If they fell off, they fell off. But with 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 PCs, I was like, okay, you, can, you, you if you fail the check to fall, you can do one last check with a higher, you know, higher difficulty, yeah. but to see if right. you can sort of last gasp, just grab onto the thing as you're falling, so you can you'll just end up swinging rather than. Actually, just straight full. 
Because yeah. a 30 foot fall for a dwarf is quite a lot. Well, yeah, because you're only about like four foot tall, so... Um, so I grab hold, so I managed to grab hold just on, with my fingertips and just managed to hold on. It's actually pretty funny, because this collectively at this point we're all like, fuck! Oh, fuck! If he falls... Because you were really, really quite ragged at this point. Because he hit you fucking hard, <laughs> and you like we did. We obviously we didn't have a short rest in between, like going up to the top because you know enemies nearby can't can't sleep, all that kind of thing. So we were like, "Fuck, we oh no, oh no." <laughs> Talus is like because she bolts up right behind you, doesn't she? Yeah, she bolts up behind me. Um... And, like Sora and I are so far away, we're like we can't get to you. So. Yeah, Ta- uh, Talus runs up and tries to, you know, take the aggro as it were. She, yeah, she takes a few swipes at him. Um, which does have some issues because um, I managed to, behind her, scramble back up. Yeah. On, uh, on, you know, upright, uh, upright because it's sort of, you know, the, mm. them fighting has sort of moved slightly from yeah. where my original position was. Um, and I, I throw a hand axe at him. Um, yeah, because, you know, can't. Yeah. I've so, not thrown a hand axe in many, many sessions because every time I threw one, <laughs> it never hit. It never hit. Um, and then you'd just be walking around after the fight, grum- like angrily yeah. grumbling under your breath looking for your axes. It should be noted <laughs> that that's the main function of hand axes. It's just something you can do. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I missed again. Just, just floated away. As is tradition. Um, but then, <laughs> then a slight issue happened, which is that then Talus was knocked unconscious by the guy beating her to death. Yeah, he basically... And the fact that she has, what, 14 hit points at max? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Some, lo- some low number. She's got, I think she's got, like, 30-odd. Yeah. So she's got, like, 35 or 6. <laughs> and we'd all been pretty worn ragged during this fight, but we've all taken, we'd all taken a few hits. Well, I think, we're... actually, this is... Because you guys do the role-playing side more than the fighty side quite often and it's been a bit of like investigation and a bit of intriguey type stuff to work stuff out we don't tend to do dungeon cores where you do your standard six or eight fights a day yeah so i think this possibly was one of the first fights you've done where you've fought someone and then immediately got into fighting someone else without any kind of break in between yeah because quite often you'll fight someone and then have a short rest and fight the other person and then that'll be the the day the day's adventuring done yeah and for those wondering, I do scale up the, the, the how hard the encounters are, knowing that they're going to do less a day and that makes things less balanced. So I try yeah. and balance it out that way. Mm. No, absolutely. But sometimes... We, we, are, we aren't like regular adventure <laughs> But then, like, yeah, sometimes you are going to have to go in from fight to fight. So, But I think it was one of your first few. So, like, you, you weren't that used to, like, saving, you know, big spells or yeah. various bits and bobs, which is quite interesting. Mm. Yeah, it was a it was different to uh, to a lot of the other ones. It was yeah, no, it was it was a lot more challenging. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so yeah, he swings the talus from he belts her pretty fucking hard. Like he knocks her into unconsciousness. She um, she doesn't fall because like if she'd have fallen, she, she presumably would, she just crumpled straight down like a concertina. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, she did she did roll for it, and I made it a hard quite a harder difficulty as sort of a, a very last gasp, trying to you know last breath of air. Or not last breath, but you know, last yeah. speck of consciousness to try and fall and balance on the beam rather than go straight off it. And yep. she did, had a good roll and stayed up. Yeah, she managed. sort of fell. So she was like, you know, legs dangling off one side, arms and head dangling off the other side of this beam. So very vulnerable. But Absolutely, <laughs> not so on the we floor. Were like, oh no, fucking! That's literally the worst place for Talus to go down because 
She falls. She's dead. She's just dead. So Johnny's behind her after having scrambled up. And can't really get to the guy in time. So what he does is he basically takes out a dagger. and He basically takes out a sword and just shanks her while she's down. Uh, if you don't know, uh, you take th- you have to have three rolls when you're when you're unconscious, which are basically death saving rolls. Um, if it's what's it? If it's above ten, it's a yeah. save. It's so on, below on, 10, on it's your a turn, all you can do is make a death sa- death saving throw. Yeah, yeah. If it's above ten, it's a success, and if it's below ten, it's a failure. So you're it's slightly weighted to. Yeah more chance of survive or not but it's basically 50 50 ish yeah yeah um, um and uh, if you yeah if you get three successes first you, you you're stabilized stab- yep and if you get three fails you're dead yeah you're just dead now the thing is if you are attacked while you're unconscious it is a guaranteed crit which is an automatic double failure in melee i think like in melee yeah. yeah so he stabs her on the ground and she immediately has two out of three failed saves so we are all freaking the fuck out (laughs) like oh god we need to get her away from him we need to get him down and fast so yeah um sora runs up to talus's prone body uh, prone body and just jams a health potion down her neck pops the cork puts it in her mouth Whack on the back of the bottle, <laughs> shaking her about. <laughs> like, drink it! So, Talus <laughs> is able to get up, and I... Uh, Which, I, honestly, I think terrified a lot of us. Yeah, was I, w- I was able to get to him, uh, and get vengeance, and just fucking... Just hit the guy and kill him. Yeah, um, he fell, and yeah, I remember... Well, 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 what actually happened, because I, I was going to do something very specific, but unfortunately he died at my first hit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did him! Because what I was going to do was hit him with my, my maul, and then drop the maul, grab him, and then hurl him off. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> Long live the king! Yeah, I, that was what I was going to do. Um but he died on the first one, so I just... So you should I, have pretended I, he was still like, oh, he's still alive, look, he's moving. Ah. Well, what I did was, like, was, was yeah, I, I did hit him, kill him, and then as he was falling, grab him and hurl him off. So I got yeah. to still do it, but it wasn't, it wasn't quite as good. I didn't get to watch, you know, <laughs> the realisation in his eyes as he fell. Yeah, I, you, didn't watch this, you didn't get to see the, light, the, the spark of life in his eyes die. Because um, Johnny doesn't tend to react well to um, members of his party going down. No. Especially, especially since, when they're in his hand. I mean, especially in, a par- <laughs> in any given party, um, he's generally in a well, in any given um, fight. He's generally in a rage. Yeah, so, he's he's a grumpy boy. Of some variety. But no, we got Talus up because you know potion does does that. Yeah. And she kind of like looks over. She pulls out one of her hand crossbows and just fires into his corpse. Look <laughs> <Like>, bang! <laughs> just to be spiteful. <laughs> and we're all like, oh. Good. I'm glad that's done with. So we kind of have like a because the fire's kind of embers. It's not super. It's not really spreading super fast. So we're like, okay, we'll we'll be okay just to have a, a moment. We we go through some uh, some of their pockets, you know, try and fleece them for anything we can because hey, we earned it. And we find a key. <laughs> yes, we find a brass key. We find a brass key. And on the first floor of the warehouse. Sorry, I say first floor. That could mean first floor or ground floor. Okay, ground floor um, is the on, first floor. Yeah. So Don't on, get me into this argument. Okay, so on the floor where all the shelves are, 
we go and um, we go there and uh, we see there's a little, little door that like has, un- has a lock on Underneath the it. weird kind of like overseer, yeah. the capitalist overseer box, there's like underneath there's like a very nice looking door. And so we've got this brass key, so we're like, okay, so that's probably where we need to go. So we have a short rest because we're all pretty beat up after that. <laughs> we have a short rest where... Nathan is constantly trying to tell Talus, like, she's like, oh, I just want to go have a peek. And he's, like, grabbing her by the belt and just yanking her to the floor and going, no, you're sitting down and you're having a bit, you're having a sandwich. Can I keep her and can I make her sit still? Can I fuck? I think she actually sits in my lap to shut me up because she knows that I'm very bashful. Not me, Nathan. So we're like, okay, we're going to go down into this weird basement uh before we got to the warehouse we did pop in to see the guard and say hey we're going here this is the long and short of it if we're not back in 10 minutes avenge us you know that kind of thing (laughs) 10 whole minutes 10 whole minutes so we know you know even if um even if we do get horribly murdered then at least a bunch of guards who are vastly underpowered compared to us will probably come in afterwards and get massacred (laughs) afterwards yeah but like so our bodies won't be decomposing alone at least i don't i won't want to haunt the warehouse alone so you want to have some company yeah so um we we get up after the short rest we're we're a little bit better off. Talos is definitely a little bit I think better most off. of us have spent pretty much all of our healing, so yeah. just getting ourselves um, fixed. Because, yeah, there's a few bad hits in there. There's a, there a few nasty ones. So we, we basically we all heal up. I get all my spells back because warlocks are just dicks like that. <laughs> and uh, we, we head on down to this. It's this we open the door. It's a, it's a nice door, and it's a, it's a nice corridor. It's like this big... It's like, I, like, I, I can't see because I don't have night vision. Um, and Sora can't see because she doesn't have night vision, whereas Johnny and Talus do. Yeah. And they're like, well, we can't see shit either. <laughs> so I light up a lantern and we walk, we walk down like maybe like 20 feet because it's kind of steps. Shit, and like Nathan's like, sh- like being very brave, but shitting himself the whole way, which is literally just Nathan. <laughs> just shitting just all sh- the time. Constantly. <laughs> I, it's like, that's how he doesn't actually walk. He just propels himself forward. <laughs> It's like the potato yeah. being thrown out of the shopping trolley effect, basically. You mean thrust? <laughs> okay, that's getting a bit Thrusting all the way down the corridor, yes. <laughs> that's that, what is, that is do. accurate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, that's fair. Um, as we kind of, like, creep down, because we're fucking... We're, we just beat up, like, 11 guys and a troll. One of us nearly died. A we're giant. A fucking... Well, he was a troll. Trying to fucking crush <laughs> Talus like that. Shut up, I'm correct. Um, so, you know, we're, like, kind of shaking, like, what the fuck else is going to be down here? Holy shit, we're going to go fight a fucking, like, deep one. Like, like a nest of deep ones, or, like, a fucking Tarrasque. And, like... Three beholders. Three beholders, and one spectator being like, that's the one who didn't let me guard the room! Uh, and we go down, we find a small, like, rectangular room with this no seeming... Like, this seeming... is like a rectangular, yeah. like, corridor. Like, it's it's well lit, and this is... It's just a dead end. And we're like, oh. And we're like, what right. the fuck? Um, so, like, Talus, who has kept the secret from us, has a little pet mouse called Calypso, who I love and yeah, it's just, die for. It's just something, I can't remember, was it? It's, it's from, from her from background, just, I think. Yeah, it's from her background. She yeah, just happened just got, to like, have a pet mouse. Yeah, and so she's like, Calypso, go and examine the, the room for traps, because Calypso is light and won't set off any, like, trigger traps. Yeah. 
So it like drops it, and Calypso literally just runs into the corner, and he's just like, "Oh, what's this?" and just fucking does nothing. <laughs> yeah, Calypso does not understand common speak. <laughs> no, Calypso, she's just a mouse. <laughs> she's just a mouse, and like she'll tend, like they're quite, she's quite quite fond of Tally, so she'll come back and won't pick a piss off forever. But beyond that, giving her direct yeah, instructions just, isn't going to go that she well. Just... <laughs> Yeah, she's like, go and look for traps, and the mouse is just like, I'm a fucking mouse. I think I'm gonna was... go and just scratch at the corner for a bit. I think this was the beginning of people starting to experiment because we knew this was like the end. Um, <laughs> we knew it was the end. We started okay. using things that we wouldn't normally use to sort like of like me go, thrusting all the way down the stairs. Um, so she used a mouse, and then. Um, we didn't, and then, obviously so, and the mouse didn't fucking find anything. So the mouse didn't find anything. Shot I actually horror. walk up to one of the walls and like kind of prod at it. Which then causes a couple of the walls to just drop away. To just stop existing. And reveal a huge room. This fucking room was so scary. It was this huge room with a bunch of like kind of like skinny pillars. Like you could hide behind them, but you wouldn't be fully covered. And we're just like, oh. Uh, <laughs> hi. Hey. Um, and oh my god, so this was like such a fucking like <gasps> moment. So there's like a bunch of guys in there. But there's one in particular that immediately grabs all of our attention. And he's this this robed figure who's like, you! And we're like, oh, it, you! Because it was the guy where one of the first adventures, because we went and explored this, uh, this crypt outside of town. We go down, and there was just a robed guy in there who's yeah. like, wow, fuck you guys. I, I got this, so sod off. And then just teleports away. So we, this is like one of the first big, scary, powerful people we encountered, and there he is, being very cranky at us for because, destroying his very nice illusionary wall. And because we'd been getting in the way of them acquiring all these books for whatever nefarious purpose mm. they had. Um, he's undeniably a little bit cranky He's, with he's us. basically like, a ba- you <laughs> bastards. Basically, paraphrasing, but basically, yeah. Like, you've been causing enough of a fuss, and so you must be dead now. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, you put it better than that. I, I can't remember the <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're, we're ruining it, but it was it was way cooler <laughs> and way more threatening than that. Yeah. Rather than just, oh, you little fuckers! <laughs> <laughs> it's them fuck boys! <laughs> oh, fuck! But yeah, so like, so... we're all like, oh, fuck. And he kind of like, he starts doing, he starts casting something. And I'm immediately like, counterspell. Hmm. I don't want to give this guy any chance. Because it's worth mentioning, last time you saw this guy, I think I mentioned earlier, but you saw him, yeah, in this crypt thing you were exploring. And he, yeah, before he teleported out there, what he did, he cast um, hold person on the lot of you and froze all of you in, in place. Um, which is not, which, never cause, fun. Because you guys are only like level yeah. two or three at a time. I was like, you know, this it just works. You don't get a save. Fuck you. <laughs> Just yeah, for the purpose of, yeah. you know, sometimes baddies or various things can do, do things story-wise, and they just could. And yeah, then once you started fighting, no, you, you could move. It, so it didn't affect like yeah. actual combat. But this time he did it, but I was like, okay, yeah. well, it's just going to be a normal whole person spell. Cast it at a high level so you can cast it on all of you, but you just get your normal save. Well, you would have done. <laughs> that was the plan. Yeah. <laughs> Before someone took counterspell. Yeah, but I, I counterspelled him because I was incredibly anxious. <laughs> Oh, which was, I'm glad you did. 
Which you had to roll for, I think, um, because he was casting it at fifth level. I did. And you cast counter spell at third yeah, level. If, I think it's if it's third or below. I think, especially at my level, I think it's just like yeah. can just interrupt it's, it. It's. I think it's any level. So if you can cast, so once you're a higher level warlock and your spell levels are higher, it will be counter cast as a higher level. So it's. I think it's anything that's left. So once you've got fifth level spells, say, I think it'll counter anything that's fifth level mm. or lower. But if it's higher than that, so for yeah. you it was third and his was fifth. So because it was higher, you have to do like a spell casting check. I can't remember exactly what. Yeah. Yes. And I managed, so I interrupted him. Yeah. And, I and he was like, like, oh, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he fucks off backwards slightly and hides behind the pillars near the, near the back of the room. Yeah, he's like, uh-oh, and bamps the fuck yeah. away. Um, <laughs> like an ass. Talus swigs a potion of fire breathing we picked up from the potion shop. she'd been wanting to use that for fucking yeah. weeks. Oh my god. And I don't blame her. I don't blame her. <laughs> um... So, yeah, combat is properly on now. There is a ton of guys. I can't even remember how many there were. No, like, there, was a, there was a few, and they, they weren't, like, magical. Uh, the, the robed guy. Eight or ten, something, maybe? I can't yeah. remember. Yeah, so the guy in robes was, like, the only one with what we could tell with any magical kind of talent. The, the rest of them were kind of just, like... They were just kind of grunt kind of people. I mean, they were fucking... They were fierce. I mean, it's just because there were so many of them. There was, a, there was um... a few of them. So there was a couple with, like, heavy crossbows that were kind of, like, the, the upper tier... And then just a bunch of them with kind of normal crossbows. So we kind of like, as soon as combat starts, we try and basically like seek some kind of cover behind these pillars, which again, like they don't, you can't fully hide behind them. So like your arm or whatever will be poking out. So that was, that was another source of extreme anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The way I was playing it, cause I was saying these now, like if you stand behind them, you're going to get cover, like full cover, but because your turn is six seconds and that is sort of emulating that, like, if you're just still behind them, but you're going to be like poking your head out and things, so you'll be able to see. If you want to use your turn to hide and sort of stand still sideways behind them, you could just about hide behind them. But then yeah. obviously you can't do anything else. Yeah. So it's your your choice if it, you want to sort. Of... I was just grateful of any cover at all. I mean, like there were like because it was quite a wide room. There was quite a lot of people who like you could hide from one person, but then someone would have a bit be- a bit of a better angle on you. Mm. So it was just like yep. this massively high pressure kind of situation, which was in hindsight amazing. Going through it, I was just like, fuck! (laughs) (laughs) Like, freaking out, like, right in the center. So, um, Talus dashes down to the bottom of the room, uh, breathes fire on some bloke down there. She's like, oh my god, like, the glee. The fucking glee. (laughs) She was just like, oh! Okay, and then she, like, bolts towards the nearest guy and is like, fire breath! And just, like, burns this guy, all of his facial hair and eyebrows off, and he's like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like she beelines to this poor motherfucker and spews fire on him. It was so talus. I loved it. Um, but yeah, I think you uh, you you bolted out. I, I, I kind of charged forward, um, go go into my uh, go into my frenzy and all that, and we start uh, you know we start trying to pick off the initial guys who are close. Yeah, to Yeah, yeah. So we're, we're um, kind of cutting trash. Yeah, I mean, I think we we take down a couple of them like early on, but yeah. um... oh, I think Sora basically liquefies. Oh yes, yeah, it's mostly Sora. Yeah, um... it's mostly her spells are fucking immense. <laughs> um, the big bad had teleported away. Yeah, he um, popped to the so... right, right to the back of the room, and he was kind of popping out occasionally and just like firing a spell or two at us. Which is God, those that was not good. Um, then I think I uh... sorry, carry on. Then the uh, the big bad um, does another one of his spells, oh, which, God. which um, is always a concern. And he does the paralyzation thing that he could do, which 
I th- who is it that d- fails? I think it's me and... It's you and I think I fail it too. Yeah, I can't remember. Two of you failed. I get, yeah, we do. Yeah, it's both it, of us. It's, yeah. It, it was Johnny and I. We, we basically got frozen solid. Yeah. and Which wasn't so much of a problem for me per se, seeing as I was kind of low-key hiding behind one of the pillars... Johnny, however, was in melee combat when this happened. Yeah, my dick was fully in the wind. <laughs> oh, I was swinging, <laughs> flapping about. Like, it ain't no thing. Um, so, yeah, I get... Before I'm able to come back to life, I, you know, well, get... Get get moving again. Get Yeah, get get moving again. Get, you know, wailed on a bit. Mm-hmm. Um... Meanwhile, yeah, Sora and Talus are still dealing with the with the trash. Mm-hmm, yeah, um, so, um, Talus actually somehow manages to spend like half the fight oh, yeah. fighting one guy. Yeah, in the they corner just keep who just missing won't die. each other, and he's like, his like hair is on fire and stuff, and they keep swinging for each other. And they yeah, just he can't... was on like one or two HP for <laughs> ages, and he has like. I was playing, I was like, you know, he's going to charge at you, like, swinging wildly as a last gasp to try and do this thing, expecting to then die to Talus next turn. And then that, that lasted happen. for, like, three turns. <laughs> yeah. So it was just him, like, basically collapsed on Talis, and Talis not being able to do anything back because he was so close and basically draped on her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just couldn't get the angle to turning back. And, like, yeah, mechanically, they were both rolling and just kept missing. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, RP, RP-wise, they were both just basically in a lump in the corner not being able to do anything. They've basically done what boxers do, which is like kind of like lock lock arms around yeah. each other and just yeah. kind of half-heartedly <laughs> swing because they're both <laughs> yeah. tired and fucking hurt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what a sight to fucking behold. And that lasted at least like half the fight of those two just off by oh, themselves. Dead. And we were just like, are you fucking finished down there? <laughs> but yeah, then like Big Bad pops out. He spies like, because the room layout... um. Like, it say it's a rectangle. Big Bad's, like, obviously on the far right. We're on the left. Sora and I are up the top left corner behind the two pillars. Johnny's in the center. Talus is at the very bottom hugging this guy. They're just hugging it out. Like, Tal- uh, Sora and I pop around the corner and see this Big Bad. He leans round and fires a spell at us. And this spell was fucking hellfire. It was evil. Well, it was just a fireball. It was evil. I said, <laughs> yeah, that what I mean, I've been doing to people? you've done fireball to other people. It's cool when <laughs> I do it. But no, <laughs> I get hit and I go down. I'm like, conked the fuck out. Because, yeah, I... Ooh, that hits me hard. Yeah, because you'd already taken a I'd fair taken amount a, of damage. I, I've been shot. Because I keep getting... Apparently, just Nathan gets shot a lot. Which is... Fine, you know, with his. Uh, there's a lot yeah. of crossbows going off. Like, every, everyone had taken a bit of damage, and yeah, this is yeah. this is where we go. Oh shit! Because we realise because through various like because you had like a ring of evasion and stuff like things didn't do quite as much damage as I they would. A ring of evasion, which um, because it was a fireball, it automatically hit, and then you roll to confirm damage. Yeah. Um, because I had the ring of evasion, it basically meant that I could count one of my dodge because I failed. I failed my um. I can't remember, like, like my constitution or something. I, I fucked up. So I was like, I'll roll for like, my, my Ring of Evasion, which basically means that I can turn an unsuccessful pass, uh, fail into a successful pass. Yeah. Which, with fire, means it basically get half damage. Turned which like still it... fucking killed me. Yeah. It, <laughs> that hurts It so nearly much. killed Sora and actually, well, knocked you down anyway. It, I, I became like, knocked unconscious. And um, I was... So, um, at this point... Realising how much damage this guy can do. Because it was a fucking very high amount of yeah, damage. Yeah, with, with you you down and Sora on next to nothing. Yeah. 
I'm like, okay, I need to pull aggro from because we whittled down most of his his minions. There was only a few left, but they he was, still they had done damage, and he had done an insane yeah, amount of damage. He was untouched. Um, yeah. So I run down the center of the thing. I you you'd save for your whole person by this point, so you were moving again. Yeah, I was moving. I was able to yeah, move again. Yeah. Um, so I was I, I ran down the center, chugging a potion of growth. Yeah. Yeah, y'all ever seen an eight-foot fucking dwarf? <laughs> so, given the the proportions of a dwarf and that I'm wielding a giant maul, I effectively became a space marine. Yeah. <laughs> because I was like... Eight, sight yeah. to behold. I was like eight-foot tall and about eight-foot wide. Yeah. He was he was stomping the fuck down there like it weren't no one's Fortunately, business. my clothes also grow with me, as do my weapons, so I'm not just wielding so a very <laughs> tiny, tiny maul and with very tiny... Tiny pants. Oh god, yeah. That's not something See, anyone like, needs. When, like, because Talus takes this moment to bolt up to me and feed me a health potion, and like, what a sight to fucking wake up to. I'm like, I hit my head really hard when I fell. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Talus. What? Can you see that giant fucking Johnny? Is he closer to me? What's happening? <laughs> I can't. Ta- I'm like, I'm getting over a fucking like concussion or some shit. <laughs> Um, see, the problem is, is whilst I'm running towards this guy, um, he then casts a spell specifically at me. Yeah. Which is a spell that does necrotic damage. What spell was it, Matthew? Uh, Blight, I think it's called. Blight. Which is the worst thing I think we've ever encountered. That did 39 damage to me. I have, like, 60 health, or 64, I think, specifically. Which, when you're fighting mundane things, is effectively doubled because you take half damage to a lot of things mm. but you don't take half damage to magic nope. so yeah um, so suddenly I'm like guys no, suddenly you're, you start bleeding from your fucking your mouth well no I don't bleed I don't I'm not bleeding I'm rotting R- rotting horrible yeah, blood I think the description of it feels like all of the sort of moisture and liquid in your body has been like evaporated out and you just feel dry and hollow and yeah so not suddenly pleasant. Johnny is very thirsty. In a very painful, nearly dead kind of way. <laughs> so we're like, we need to corner this prick, and we need we need him dead now because our tank is about to go down. So, so yeah, and um, so it's like, ooh, this this is a bad time. So he, um, we uh, we we take out a few more of the uh, his companions. I think he's at he's this back point into the top right corner. Of this yeah, he's kind he's kind of backed up, but. Motor, but I think he's got like one minion left at this yeah. point. Yeah. Um, but we're all pretty hurting. Yeah. So he goes to cast another big spell. Yeah, and you use your last spell slot. I use my last spell slot to go counter spell and interrupt him. Yeah. And fuck, is it good that we did that? That I did. Because <laughs> <laughs> what was it, drama? You turned around and said, "Yeah, he was going to cast uh, blight again." It's like, oh, that would have just. Outright killed Johnny. <laughs> Wouldn't have been oh, good. Oh fuck! So we take out the rest of his minions. It's just him on his own. I belt over to him. You yeah. know, this eight just foot eight tall. foot tall, roaring with anger, fucking dwarf who's like so over this whole like blight and necrotic magic shit. Not not a fan of of being blighted. No, historically Johnny is not a fan <laughs> of being blighted. Um, take uh, and uh, you know, take a swing at him. To which he yelps like a kitten, 
And it does a, an absolute fucking monumental amount of damage to him because well, he's just a guy in robes. It doesn't actually do that much damage to him. I think it's like 16 damage or something. It's actually not that much, but... Well, can, I'm saying scale-wise, percentage-wise, that's a monumental amount of damage. But yeah, he, we can tell he feels it. Oh, like he, he does. He, he, let, he lets out a very high-pitched squeal. Yes. And we're like, oh. So he <laughs> oh, can, he does hurt. So he can, so he, he can give up, but he can't take it. Yeah. Unfortunately, he then does the necrotic thing at me again. Yeah. And just instantly knocks me on the yeah, floor. Yeah, just... He's down. I'm just fucking down. Yeah. I take like another like forty odd damage. Just like ah, f- yeah, that's it. That's it's it. fine. Yeah, um, I'm down. But we know that because I'd hit him, that he doesn't have a super amount of, of health left because he didn't have much health. It's mm-hmm. just there were so many minions, and he hits so hard. Yeah, that yeah, it doesn't look good for him. So he tries to run away. And tries teleporting away, doesn't really get very far. No, he doesn't get very far. Talos. Yeah, he, just... he moves into the middle of the room trying to. That because I had him at a roll because that was his last high powered spell or level four spell, I think. And his other level four spell is Dimension Door, which means he can teleport like 500 foot away, which is how he got away from you last time you saw him. Yeah. yeah. But I was like, okay, if he was thinking completely clearly, he'd use his last spell to do that. But being stood in front of this eight, nine foot dwarf. Like, who's just hit him, like, as hard as he can. I was like, okay, I'll do a roll for this to see if he's, like, thinking clearly enough to think, oh, this is my last one, I should use it to escape. Or if he's just going to immediately try and retaliate with the powerful spell. And he, it came down on he was, he did the retaliation thing, which did take you down, Johnny. But it meant that then he couldn't, it completely escape. So he tried to use his, he's got his misty step, which is like a, a little, littler teleport, like 30 foot. So he uses that to get away from you into the middle of the room to then basically leg it. But then he sees that there's, there's, from his new position, he can see where the rest of you guys are and goes, okay, there's nowhere to run now. So he ends up, yeah. And there's no direction where he can run that doesn't put him in a worse position than where he just was. So then he ends up basically running back to where he was. (laughs) Being like, oh, uh this is not going to end well. So uh, Nathan throws a fireball at him. Yeah. Um, and then... I think I do scuff him, but I don't I don't manage. You, you do do fair bit of damage. I do, but then Talos is like, fuck this guy. She's still got, like, her fire breathing on. Yep. So she, like, pops around the corner and just goes, blah, and just sets him on fire, and he's down. Yeah, just... We, just... just takes him down by breathing fire on him, which I'm sure we'll never hear the end of. <laughs> <laughs> so, Big Bad goes down, or at least... What appears to be the big yeah, bad. Yeah. Um, also, uh, like, I don't know. Somebody fireballed the top right hand side of the room. The guy was in that has like this 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 big desk with a bunch of papers on it. I don't know who it could have been, but so well, it, was a, it was a little on fire. It was a little on fire. But we sorted it. So I'm like, I've got Johnny. So like, I go over. You know, Nathan's very blood magic. That's the kind of way I run my warlock. And you know, he cuts himself and he kind of pours some blood down Johnny's throat, and that—that's how I kind of role play, stabilize. And like at this point, Talos is like, "Can I see what Nathan's doing?" And I'm, I'm like, "Fuck, <laughs> oh no!" Because like nobody knows that's how I stabilize people. They—they <laughs> they don't know that's what I do. So luckily, she was. I—I I think I roll really, really good on sleight of hand. And she's like, oh no, you don't see. And I'm like, fuck, I got it, okay. <laughs> so, um, 
I, I, I'm sort of sitting there in the corner being big. You're just, just large. I'm just sitting there and, <laughs> and going, it's fun to be big. Yeah, and your your voice is really deep. And you're like, it's, and you're like, my baritone. We're like, can you stop? Like, how much blood did you lose? And he's just singing to himself, going, no, no, wait, wait, wait. This is really good. I think I pull out my I think I pull out my loot, which of course because all your equipment grows with you, that's also got bigger, so I'm like, oh it like now plays like bass like bassier notes. It's like an old like, Old Man River <laughs> <laughs> We're like, could you Okay. Right. <laughs> so we're like, okay, like I think like Talus stays with you while Sora and I have a look around the papers because you're obviously you've lost a lot of blood <laughs> and you just want to enjoy being large. Um, so yeah, you, you find um, one of the missing books. We do. Uh, you find the missing pages mm-hmm. from one of the other books. Yep. And a bunch of uh, a bunch of other papers um, that we can't don't really have time to sort of like go through. No. But kind but of we, we've we've patted out the fire yeah. and we're, we're pocketing what anything that looks important. You, all that's been bundled into the hole, yeah. and then we make to leave this place. The hole because... being their bag of holding. Just yeah, to we call it, oh, yes. we call it the hole. <laughs> yes. <laughs> A bag of holding is called the hole. Yes. Yeah, we're like, we're like, oh, what do we do with this? Throw it in the hole. So we, um, <laughs> so we try and leave, but there is a snag, a slight snag, a fine little snag. That I'm, I'm big. He's large, and I can't get through. So I can't get up the stairwell. So our character, we know that this is temporary, but our characters don't. Yeah, I, w- I do really regret. There's one thing that I really should have done here is that I rolled publicly for how long my my potion was last because it's an amount of yeah. like hours. Yeah, um, I think I just a d6. You roll for how many hours? You roll a d4. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I just rolled a. Oh, it was either actually it's either a, a d4 or a d3. I can't remember which of them. Yeah, so it, it was a, a d4, I think. Yes. Um, but I rolled a one anyway, so it was only going to last an hour. And unfortunately, I did that in front of everyone. What I really should have done is done that privately. You should have done a private roll, and then yeah. just and then just like. Oh, actually, I think if we did that in the future, I think I'd roll and just not tell you what it is. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's even think, better. Yeah, but we didn't we didn't think this until it got to this point. We'd be like, oh, that yeah. would have been oh, it's too late. Yeah, because then it would have been great because like we're sitting there trying to figure out how to get me out now because there's like a like a, the uh, the way we came down was a spiral staircase that it's pretty small and so it's just I mean, like, yeah it's like you know a couple of foot wide yeah when i was like fully stripped off, i stripped yeah, we, all my we, armor we, off and everything he, he, but i say he, armor I he mean, got like, naked um and we <laughs> took his took all his equipment off yes yeah, so it's not armor it's equipment so i am unarmed yeah yeah so defense, then but... we were like trying to push him sideways up like yeah like, it was trying to move like a fucking like a wardrobe or something like trying to, <laughs> he didn't we, he got stuck for a little mm. bit but then we got we got him out again and we were like oh fuck <laughs> we how? Oh god! Yeah, and this this is the point. Like, I do I do really wish that we'd um, we'd done it in such a way that I, that we hadn't have known, so that because we were sort of role playing that we didn't know when it was, but, but we, we all knew. we all knew it was an hour. So it, we, we kind of just like okay, so we basically just you know waited for it to it to wear off. So and, yeah, I, I sat I sat down in the basement with you while um, Sora and Talus went up, like basically to make sure that more reinforcements weren't coming. And they head out, and yeah, it's just the guard there going, Oh, God, you guys look like you've been through it. Where's the other two? And Talos is like, Oh, <laughs> long story. Very funny. Uh, <laughs> I died. I got better. And they're just, they're just shooting the shit up there and being like, How do we stop Johnny being big? Because we had this big discussion beforehand going like, Should we go back to Fondue, the, the potion seller, yeah. and be like, Lady, what the fuck? 
How do we get him back? Like, yeah. we, we had no real idea what to do. But anyway, because, yeah, we, we, we did sort of undermine the whole thing by knowing how long it was. So re- we just kind of waited for it to wear yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and, and got out. Um, then Johnny was a little sad because he liked being big and I, having a deep bar- baritone voice. And Johnny was just like, it was fun to be big. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, so we get out, um, we hand over the papers to the mayor. Yeah. We basically and... give her like a rundown of what's gone off. And she's like, okay. And um, and yeah, we go, uh, we, we all go go back to our, our home. We go back to Blooms. Go back to Blooms. The Nave Skull. Uh... And just get really fucking drunk. I think maybe that's just a Nathan That is just a reaction. Nathan thing. That's <laughs> what he does. That's his coping mechanism. Yeah. He's like, I, I literally nearly died today. Time to get fucking Ev- hammered. Everyone else just has, you know, a, 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 quiet, a quiet drink, you know, a celebratory one. Nathan gets hammered. Yeah, and um, then, like, you know, when he's passed out, Johnny will braid his hair to the fucking banister Hey, the that staircase. happened one time. Yeah. It'll happen again. But anyway, uh, we go into the mayor the next day uh, and sort of confirm everything we we knew because they'd been through the papers uh, yeah. that we brought in that you know the brotherhood wasn't really their name. They don't seem to have a name that we can that we was can discover. Kind of just a name that other people had called them. Um, and from what we could establish, the guy that we killed was not the big bad per se, but he's more of a regional manager. He's a regional <laughs> manager of the big bad, or at least there is someone above him, but. The immediate threat to this area from them is nullified because we've effectively taken out this group of them. Yeah, and we'd we'd managed to retrieve the magic uh, the magic books that they'd stolen. So all's good, um, and um... all's well that ends well, and you know, <laughs> none of us died. That was good. So yeah, we've got that. Um, the big bad's name was Zandak. Yeah, uh, we find out. Um, I think his name should have been Zan Dick because he was an ass. <laughs> God, man, fuck that guy. I'm glad he's dead. I hope he fucking stays dead. Oh Jesus, because <laughs> he's going to be really mad at us if he ain't dead. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, so we've obviously, you know, we've got everything, uh, you know, everything sorted. There's there's a, there's pro- there's a, a guy who is was Zandak's boss, obviously, but like. That doesn't seem to be any immediate threat. So yeah, we we can chill out for now. We I can guess. we can chill out for now because and... it'll take like a, maybe a month or two to, for them to figure out that you know that that sect or whatever has gone quiet. So we've got some time. Yeah, who <laughs> they don't have phones or Wi-Fi. It's okay. Basically, it seems fine for now. Yeah. Um, and Mayor Winterblaze um, says that um, you know if we're okay with it, she will honour us and the. Uh, festival that's happening in a month's time which is the independence uh 100 year independence festival mm-hmm. uh that was mentioned at the very start of the campaign yep uh which i remember you mentioning uh matt like none of us had ever talked about but we'd all made notes yeah about this thing <laughs> like we all knew like it's actually like the one of the first notes i have yeah, on my so sheet um, <laughs> is that that's a thing um so yeah Basically, that was the the end of the the whole adventure as a whole. That but storyline, and yeah. then we had this epilogue, which was going to this little festival. It was yeah, really a, cool. a month later. So I get to we get to have a think about what you've done in the month we were waiting. But we can do that next time. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. We can have a look into downtime activities. But yeah, basically, flash forward a month later to the a big celebration festival. Yeah, which is now has an extra reason to be celebrated. Yeah, so because they're all so scared of us because we kill dragons and shit, they better be fucking grateful. 
That's um, probably not it. <laughs> I I don't think you understand how gratefulness works. Yeah, I do. <laughs> uh, or altruism. No, no, we're, we're very we're very altruistic. We're very good. We're very altruistic if we're getting paid. Um, Even though. <laughs> but, but anyway, yeah. so we go we go to this festival. This but... festival was amazing. So like we we have like a random wander about and you know and like a look about and like we come across um, there's a table with three half orcs there. And they're playing, oh, what was it? Drink Punch. Drink Punch. <laughs> which isn't, you should try the punch. It's like, no. You, they explain the, the rules of the game to us. Because we've been to, um, we, we when very early on when we were looking around at mercenary groups, theirs was like one of them we went to, and they were actually playing it when we went in to talk to them. And you don't know what Drink Punch is. It's basically you and your opponent down a pint of horrible fucking orcish ale and then punch each other and then like one person will punch the other and if you don't stumble then the next per- then the person has to have a go next so and we're you- so we're like yeah let's play this game this is definitely definitely a fun game for Nathan Johnny goes he doesn't up- have many brain cells left anyway yeah Johnny goes <laughs> up first and is uh, and unfortunately um like he can take the punches and he can give the punches but on his second swig of the stuff, he just bottles it. It's just too. It's yeah, too it's gross. like really thick. It's like it's like what's it? It's like a cowpole kind of level texture. It's very <laughs> thick, a little grainy. It's it's acrid as fuck. And so, like, not only do you have to like roll for not staggering when you get a punch, you also have to roll for like, do you spit up the horrible beer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which Johnny gets like three in, and is just like no. Bleh, can't do it. <laughs> um, but both Talus and Nathan managed to win. We win. Yeah, like, yeah. You managed to you managed to <laughs> roll well enough, and you managed to you know make the uh, the orcs stumble. Yeah, I think it was it wasn't like 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 one of the one of them. I think it was Talus's where he basically he failed on his drink. Yeah, I think and he so. just literally goes fucking out and just just vomits all over this mat because it's like. There's three half orcs playing, and there's one sitting in a chair, just going, "Uh." <laughs> and like this, this other half orc vomits all over his shoes, and he doesn't even notice he's so out. The whole time, Sora stood there with her arms folded, being like, "What? <laughs> Why are you doing this?" <laughs> well, I saw her complain, and she's like, "No, I'm obviously not. Gonna, not. <laughs> obviously, I'm not going to play." Anyway, we then go on to the next game. I just want to cl- clarify, so um. There was a bunch of stalls with various games like this to play, like fairground games. And I, I looked, up, I was like messing about on like Reddit and looking around, like what fairground games. So some of them are based off like fairground games you get in the out the real world and then transferred over. And some of them were games that people have suggested for D and D stuff. Um, so that basically, I was want to say that not all of the ideas for all of the games were mine necessarily. Yeah. Um, but I didn't look up any rules for any of them. I just looked up some game ideas for names and things, and then came up with some rules myself that I thought fit. And you did um, very well, thank yeah. you. But just before, just like, because that one I saw someone were talking about on Reddit, it was called, they called it something different, but I just, don't, I just don't want people to think, you know, that I was stealing it or whatever. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> um, I can't remember where I found it because I was also messing about on Reddit and just seeing people, you know, what fairground games can we have? Um, <laughs> and I wanted to do some of it myself and make up the rules, but just some of the ideas for what games to have. Mm. Um, but yeah. 
not yeah. really important, but I just wanted to mention. No, no, no it's <laughs> cool. Um, we then go to the second stall, um, which is um, Blurms. Good old Blurms. Uh, who's having a drinking competition. Yeah. We managed to get yeah. the, the two drinking games were the first ones <laughs> yeah. that we encountered. And Nathan is just like, this is my kind of fair. <laughs> yeah, completely randomly. Like, I, I did say, do you, want to guys, do you guys want to wander around and get an idea of what's there and then you can choose what activities you want to do? Or do you just want to stumble about and go up to whatever's next? And I just there's like 10 activities. So I just rolled a D10 to see which one you came to. And there was two beer drinking ones. Yep. And they were the first two that you, we rolled. Yep. <laughs> So, like, yeah, we can we come up and Blooms has a stall, the uh, the proprietor of the Nave Scroll. Uh, we've made him a very wealthy halfling. Yeah, <laughs> he likes. Yeah, us. he's done good for him. Yeah, uh, and he's like, "Hey guys, doing a doing a drinking competition. Want to join?" And Nathan's like, "Yes." So Johnny, Nathan, and Talis all enter. Yeah, the three people who have already had a lot of <laughs> a lot to drink. And have a lot of horrible shit to drink. Yeah. Go and actually drink some nice ale, which I think at this point just tastes like water. Yeah. And so yeah. I was, like, <laughs> I was tempted to give you a penalty for already having a couple, but I was like, you know what, this one, actually, the first one or two is going to be so nice compared to what you were yeah. drinking. It was that like balances out the fact that you're already a little bit drunk. So, mm-hmm. um. so there's like, there's us three. Sora, again, is standing there with her arms folded going, you guys are such idiots. <laughs> and like, I think there's like another few people there as well. There's yeah. Like, yeah. There's like th- maybe three other people competing. Yeah, I can't remember something. Yeah, like that. so there's, there's like six of us total, and it's like, okay, drink, and we all drink, and we're all like, oh god, that's so much better than than like orc beer. And like everyone passes the second one, we all drink, everything's fine. I think like one guy like can't quite down his pint in one, and he gets sent out. It basically ends up with it just being me, you. And, one other guy and one other guy and this is like the fifth round this is the fifth pint or the eighth one for like Johnny and I think the eighth <laughs> one for me yeah because um, <laughs> and Talis like eight had... pints is a fuck you amount of alcohol yeah Talis had spat it out a, yeah, a, she, few, she, a few rounds back yeah she, she was like no I can't do it uh, and then we get to the fifth and we're, both we're, of us we're drinking we, we kind of stop and go no and then like the last guy just projectile vomits to the side <laughs> So it was like a weird, like, three-way draw. So we, so- no one wins. we sort of re- of win, but sort of don't. But to be fair, yeah. I don't, like, I, I, I can't remember. I, I think the winner didn't have to pay for the beer they drank. What it, what it was is that you won, like, a gold, but it cost you five, uh, like, five silver to enter. Yeah. Yeah, because the gold was split three ways. It, we, yeah. We, even winning, we made a net loss. Was, honestly, I, I'm, I feel richer for the experience. Yeah. Uh, we well, that was the it. point of these games. That was a weird one. I was like, because if I set the, the costs and the prizes so it's relevant to you guys, no one else basically is going to be able to afford to play. Yeah, so exactly. like, so it meant the costs were like, you know, what normal people could afford, which meant that money was kind of irrelevant to you guys. Like, it was like, yeah, five silver to enter and you would have gold for a lot of the things. And it's like, yeah, yeah it, whatever. That's, it's not about the winning or losing of the money. No, it's about like beating regular people, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Which we'll get back to that. We then uh, we then go meet up with the mayor, and uh, we're sort of told, yeah, there's going to be like a, an announcement where we can go up on stage yeah. in a little bit. But also, there's a tug of war competition and an archery competition, which we enter both of them. Yep. Um, the tug of war's later, but we can do like the preliminary rounds for the we, archery. We did kind now. of like the the uh, qualifying rounds. For, yeah. um It was so funny because like it was Symes, wasn't it? Yeah. One of the guardsmen that we're quite friendly with. He's had a, he's had the, like this new haircut. He's feeling slick. He's like, "Hey guys, what's up? Want to join archery?" And like, 
Oh God, what's it? <laughs> okay, so what happens? <laughs> what, what happens is you you roll and you've got some like actual your like history is in the military, so yeah. you actually can do okay with a bow if you need to. Yeah, and you get a couple of bullseyes and you go through to the next round. I have never used a bow in my life. I just yeah. roll super good for some reason. I guess like three bullseyes, <laughs> and manage to get a couple of bullseyes myself, and go into the, and go into the final round. Um, Talus, Talus does not. She doesn't quite manage. Despite it. Despite being the rogue, and you would expect to be slightly better with <laughs> yeah, a bow than any base character. Yeah. yeah, no, she. I don't think she even qualifies. No, she doesn't qualify. She doesn't even qualify. No, doesn't. She's just so terrible. <laughs> then Sora rocks up. And it's like, well, I can't use a bow, but then starts using her acid arrow Milf's spell. acid arrow, yeah. Because, <laughs> like, he, like, Simon's hands are a bow, and she's like, no. And he's like, um, it's an archery competition. She's like, watch this. So she kind of, like, sticks her hand out, and, like, a big, like, magical bow appears, and she fires this acid arrow, and he's just like, uh, he doesn't say you're not allowed to do that. <laughs> sure, and then she qualifies as well. Yeah. So we're all qualified for that. Um, which uh, the we final, have to go back later in the night. Yeah, the final competitions later. Uh, we then go off. We encounter what's basically a petting <gasps> zoo. Yeah, we encounter a petting zoo, and there's a pseudo dragon and like little birds and, and some pigs. And, and like, because we go up and we're like, oh, everything's so cute. And this cute little halfling lady's like, do you want to pet one of them? And we're like, <gasps> like gentle gasp, like <laughs> really? She's like, yeah, sure. And she like gets them out. And we're playing. We're like, oh. There's like little pigs. <laughs> and we all fall in love with the pseudo dragon. Because it's just a baby little dragon boy. And um, and there's basically a competition. If you can guess the weight of one of these pigs, then you can win a free pet, basically. So yeah. we all uh, we all enter that. We all guess um, guess weights. Um, I think you, you're like, uh, is it a ton? <laughs> well, no, because the way, the way Matt did it was we had to roll... Um, and that basically gave us a space, uh, like a, a a number, like variance that it could be between. So it'd yeah. be like because you because you rolled well, you know it's going to be between two hundred and two hundred and fifty. So pick one between whatever. Them. Yeah. Um, so you so then we had to pick one between those things that we got. Now because I rolled so shit, even though I had learned from the other people rolling <laughs> what it was actually between. Well, it was like, so, like, for argument's sake, it's like, so it was, it ended up being, for argument's sake again, like, 590. Let's just say that's, that's the winning number. Johnny was like, eh, 300? Yeah, I, I intentionally... <laughs> yeah, I think you rolled badly, your range of guesses didn't cover what it actually was. So whatever you guessed, <laughs> yeah. you wouldn't have been able to do it, just because you rolled poorly. Yeah, and because I rolled like, oh, so... Is it like, is it like, five? Yeah, because I rolled so badly, I intentionally guessed badly as well. Well, yeah, Like, guessed fine. even worse, like, yeah. ab- absurdly <laughs> out of... Out so, I don't know, is it 10 kilograms? Um, <laughs> so we put we put in our guesses, and we go on, and then we um, we get to an arm wrestling thing. Oh, this was great! Where there's a dude and a Lady Goliath. Yeah, yeah. And oh god, those they were great. So we're like, yeah, let's go for an arm wrestling competition. Don't so, you go first? No, no, Talus goes first. I think she she. Oh no, wait, no, no. Actually, Sora goes first. Um, <laughs> who is our wizard, of course? And yes. Understandably, loses to the first guy. But she, she puts she, up a good fight. She does. Yeah, she does pretty well. And she 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 loses in good humor. Just a bit of fun. Is good. Um, then I go. Then I go and. You smash the, the human guy. I completely smash the human guy. You do guy. really, really well. And then I have to, and then I have to arm wrestle against a Goliath, who is 
basically the she's size like, that I was when I was giant. Yeah, she's like eight <laughs> yeah, feet tall much. and she's fucking shredded. She sits down and she's like... Well, they're not quite as broad as you were because you scaled well, yeah. up. Because you're kind of human broad- broadness, but less height. Yeah. yeah. So the fact when you scale up to eight foot, you're a lot wider. So yeah. you... But yeah, similar size to what you were with your enlarged. So to put it in perspective, to put it into frame of reference for the viewers of our channel, it's basically a squat arm wrestling a space marine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, so the squat she, wins. She, yeah, she sits down and she's kind of like a little bit amused, like, wow, because they had to bring basically in like a chunk of wood for Johnny to sit on. So we <laughs> yeah. could and something to wrestle. pop his elbow up on yeah. just because his, elbow, his like, forearm is so much shorter than hers. <laughs> yeah. And he fucking beats her and she's like, oh... Okay. <laughs> wow. And then Johnny's like, yeah, that wows you. Maybe I can buy you a drink. And she's like, yeah, all right. <laughs> so it's like, we're always kind of watching, like, trying to figure this out. Like, logistically, how this would work. <laughs> um, just to kind of give away... <laughs> Just to, just to kind of uh, summarise, because like, it happens later on in the night, but it's easier to say it now. Yeah. I, I, go, I go and have a little bit of a drink with a... We get on okay. You, you Nothing on, comes of it. You get on pretty well, but there's no romantic spark yeah, there. Yeah, so, you know, I tried. But you made a good friend. I, I tried. Yeah. Um, you I, also try an arm wrestler. I go next. That doesn't go anywhere. No, I think, didn't, didn't I fight the guy? Yeah, I, it, I, it doesn't work. No. It, no. Yeah. And um, then Talos is like, arm wrestle me. And I'm like, okay. So Talos and I have an arm wrestle. She nearly gets me a couple of times, even though I have the second <laughs> highest strength in the fucking yeah. party. I'm just going to, like, in Nathan's brain, he's quote-unquote letting her win while genuinely being overpowered by a wiry rogue. <laughs> but yeah, so I, and I just win and I feel like I'm a big tough boy. Big uh, super tough man. Um, anyway, then we go on to the, the little ceremony. Yeah, so it was really nice. Like, Winterblaze comes out, she gives a nice speech. Um, the crowd you know, is nice. Says, you know, this is like the anniversary of our of this, this town's independence. Um you actually go into like the whole. You've been into like the whole history of it, which we won't. We yeah, won't it's go not into actually. Yet. She yeah. didn't say independence. The people in the town say independence, just because it's kind of, sort of is, but it's not really. Yeah, is there's a whole history thing that yeah. I went into, uh, um, but it's it would take far but, too long to yeah. go into the whole thing. So she yeah, gives this like yeah. really nice kind of prepared speech about like the town and like the celebrations and gives us. Uh, it basically pulls us up on stage and says, you know, to honor us for our. Uh, our duties and things we've done for the town, you know, like saving them from the dragon and helping out the mayor with, you know, this this issue on the site. Because they're not going to go into the details of this fucking brotherhood. Fuck no, no. no. Oh, just, you know, services to the town. Um, and we all get given a nice little, uh, you know, pendants that have, like, the crest of the town on it. Yeah. That's all very nice. It was really nice. Um, so we go into the, um, after that, the archery competition proper starts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... Uh, I I get further than I thought I would. Get um, knocked out. I I kind of go in and just lose instantly. But you know what? You, I think Johnny had a lot of fun. <laughs> because I was I, basically it was fluke that I got through anyway. So <laughs> yeah, I was really? like, hey. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, it ends up with Sora versus like it's literally just a face between this really good ranger and Sora with her magic arrow. Uh, one well, guy had already like. <laughs> Basically, oh, he rage quit the he tournament. Rage quit he the was tournament like, because I, this of Sora. Is a fucking fast. Like, she is not even using a bow. Fuck this, and he storms off. His name was Barry, <laughs> by the way. Yeah, yeah, Barry. What was the other guy's name? Bitch face Barry. No, no, I'm not saying guy. it. <laughs> you can say it. Oh yeah, the other guy, um, because 
because um, because we you were trying to come up with names on the flight, and I think yeah. you started off calling him Dave, and then somehow <laughs> that became his full name being Dave Matthews Band. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I think it's actually pronounced like Matthews Band or something. Matthews Band. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, something like but that. It was, it was but yeah, his name was Dave, <laughs> Dave Matthews Band. <laughs> so, Dave Matthews Band rage quit the archery. No, 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 Barry. No, Barry rage quit. Barry, Barry rage quit. But yeah, yeah. Dave Matthews so Band. Well. This is yeah. a, this is a lesson to everyone out there who's worried about being creative, like. When I'm running it via Skype or a usual session with my like laptop or whatever, I just hide behind random name generators and things. In <laughs> when I but for this, I just bought. I've, I printed off like a couple of pages of notes on how each competition went. But I was like, well, I can't be bothered to bring my like laptop back to the UK for this, so I won't bother, and I'll just have this. But then I didn't have any of my random generators, so I was like, um. So, so yeah, that's how you end Sora up. versus. So that's Dave how it, that's how it usually looks like I'm more competent than I am. <laughs> That's what, that's what the internet does. It makes, it makes you look better than you are. Yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, so... Um, they they draw pretty pretty heavily yeah. for a while, and then he just goes... I think it's like beyond the... Mm. Yeah, every feet. time, it basically, it didn't matter where you hit, but you had to hit the target. Or well, I think it was the bullseye or the inner ring of the target or something you had to hit. And if you hit it, the target's got pushed back ten foot, and you did it again. And there was... I know mechanically when you shoot, there isn't a dis- like a modifier for distance, but for the sake of the tournament, I put one on. But they were going quite well. It started at 60 foot, then 70, 80, 90. Then it got to 100 foot. And a range of a longbow is like 600 foot. That's not a problem at all. That's still like short range for, yeah. for a longbow. And considering Dave Matthews' band was an incredibly good archer anyway. Yeah, he was fine. However, the range on uh, MILF's Acid Arrow... <laughs> <laughs> which is canon now, now. Um, <laughs> is only 90 foot so like at that point Sora's so Sora, kind of Sora knew she was outmatched but she tried anyway and yeah the guy won and they shook hands and he was like well that was an experience <laughs> he's like you know that was a, a good match but I'm, I'm glad an actual archer won <laughs> which honestly that's fair we, she was making yeah. a fucking mockery of the competition yeah a little bit um, then, then there is the tug of war. The tug of war was my favourite, apart where, from drink punch. Where we uh, we entered as like a group, and there was other groups from like the various mercenary bands, yeah, some of the other the, bars, like the, there was ones the from the Nave Scroll. Yeah. There was the Watch. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of the church, some random church had entered. They got knocked yeah. out pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so good on them for giving it a go. Long and short of it is, um, we kept winning. We kept winning, and we won and... because drama mat. I, did you realise that I had a plus six to, like, athletics? Well, actually, do you want to know the secret why, why, why you possibly run? Because I'm amazing. No, because I was originally, it was going to be, it was meant to be a strength role. But when mm. I told you guys, I said athletics, which meant that those of you proficient in athletics got to add your proficiency as well, rather than just straight up strength. Yeah. And, which would have been fine, apart from I didn't give, I didn't say, I did it as a strength role for them. So I, the modifiers that I gave to them was actually just strength. <laughs> <laughs> Which I realised afterwards and I didn't want to come back and take it's away fine. the glory. Yeah. It's fine because it ties into the whole kind of the town getting <laughs> sick of us winning things. <laughs> so we won and the town are like, yay, nice. Okay, yeah, these guys are really strong. That makes sense. And then like we get called back to like announce the winner of the, what was it? Oh, for the, uh, for the giving away of the pet. For, for the guessing the weight of the pig. And... It's like Sora oh, won. Sora won, and the, the crowd audibly <laughs> groans at this point. They're like, oh. yeah. 
Yeah, because they were big cheering like, when it was because the last fight, the five people who got through to the final of the archery, three of them were you guys. Yeah, and then so we the town were like, yeah, cool. And then yeah, the tug of war. The crowd was like, yeah, cool, I guess. And then Sora went and it's like, oh, for fuck's sake, these guys. Which to be fair, like she rolled really well. She rolled like a nineteen or something plus. When you could guess it, I said you could either roll a animal handling check or to, like, you know, intuitively know how much animals are. Or you can just roll an intelligence to straight up, you know, it's about a metre long, it's about this density, sort of work it out. And she rolled a 19 plus her intelligence, which is pretty high. Yeah. So her guess range was like a £20 range. So she still only had a 1 in 20 chance of guessing it. And she, got and she it. just happened to have got it. And I was like, yeah. oh God, the crowd are not going to react well to this. No, they, they audibly groaned and it was like, oh, okay. Um, so she picked the uh, the pseudo dragon, which she, she's given to Talus. Yeah, she gave to Talus, which Talus, honestly, I thought she was going to cry. Because, <laughs> like, oh, oh what, did, what did Ash call, what did Talus call her pseudo dragon? Did I write it down? I can't remember if she gave it a name yet. Errol. Errol. Oh, yes. Yeah, she called it Errol. I, I suggested Lockheed <laughs> because I'm an X-Men fan. But Errol is also an incredibly good reference. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the Discworld reference. It's a Discworld it's reference. It's a Discworld reference. Anyway, we start to make our, make our leave because, you know, it started to get a little awkward. Yeah, well, okay, we'll leave now. <laughs> uh, like, it we... wasn't particularly that bad-tempered, but it was a little bit like, yeah, okay, we should probably keep a low profile. Yeah. It was a crowd-wide eye roll that we could all hear. <laughs> yeah. we like, okay, we should probably stop taking You could hear everyone's eyeballs rotating in their yeah, sockets. It's, like... <laughs> it's a horrifying sound to hear Very moist creaking. Um, <laughs> and then the very last thing thing that happens in our adventure is Sephiris, the wizard that we encountered right near the start that we yeah. did a few jobs for, who disappeared into a re- into another realm searching for someone. Yeah, like, w- we hadn't seen him for, like, months. Yeah. We didn't know if he was dead or not. Like, we're just fussing over the animals and we get a tap on the shoulder, we turn around and it's him standing there looking like fucking death. And he's like, hey guys, I'm back. And we were like, fuck, dude. So I guess you you guys have uh, kept yourself busy. And we're like, yeah, the town's probably going to start groaning at us because <laughs> we keep winning because we're so good. And uh, he's like, well, you know, the next time you get a chance, um, come uh, come and visit me, and uh, I can fill you in on what's been going on. He's like, I'm going to go have a cup of tea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, shit, no, you do that. Oh my god. And yeah. Um, and that's that's where we left off that particular story. So yeah, that's that's the story. That that's the complete. First chapter, I guess, yeah. of the story of uh, Johnny, Nathan, Talis, and Sora. Yep. Um, and Errol now. And Errol now. And, and Calypso, Calypso, who was which... there the whole time, but we never noticed. <laughs> yeah, I'm fairly sure Errol's going to eat Calypso at some point. Quite possibly. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I'm going to have to snatch that thing in the sea. Like, yeah. Set it free. I am fucking... Le- no! I'm not letting that happen. But yeah, so... Um, Thank you, Matt, for DMing yeah, that whole thing. Yeah, it was an thing. amazingly DM'd game. Thank you, dude. Yeah. Um, Thank great you. story, great characters, so much fun. Yeah, it was a it was a lot of fun. And um, the next time we speak about D anD D, it will be in the campaign that Snipe is running. So it won't be nearly as good. Um, and Matt will be playing. So yeah, yeah, that'll be um, fun. And that's that took far too long to explain all that. Yeah, I'm glad we had that <laughs> yeah, as like one episode. But yeah. um, so, do you want to quickly go through uh, the questions that you've got through email, uh, Matt, and then uh, we'll go through some a few other little things on the end? Yeah, sure. Uh, I have to bring these up on the screen because I've run out of inker. Inker? Uh, Printer ink is what Printer I'm trying to inca. say. Inker, apparently. Well, yeah. whilst you're doing that, do you want to tell everyone at home the email address there, Snow? Nope. 
Okay, well, you're going to do it. Okay, I guess I'm going to fucking do it. Uh, if you want to send us questions, you should send them to onlydrummermat at snipeandwib at gmail.com and ask me to rate your waifu or husbandos. <laughs> yep. Yes. Because that's fun. The first at is the word at, obviously. Yes. Don't put two two at symbols in the email. Because that's fucking work. nightmarish. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, we've just got a couple of quick ones, or quickish okay. ones. Um, Bloodwolf Koji. Yeah. Asks, I find myself intrigued with the info on the upcoming Orcs 8th edition codex. This was email. The, the downside of, of only doing this every two weeks is <laughs> yeah. I assume that's not upcoming anymore. Uh, it comes out tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Okay, so by the time. That's November. Yeah, but they announced well, October it. was a lie. Okay, yeah, no, but you but could, could pre order, order it. it in October. That's how they got oh, around it. Okay, right, that's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, like, well, yeah, it's we, ridiculous. we went into the store a week, a week ago, yet yeah, like tomorrow, and we're like, hey, uh, do you, we get the all codex and they're like yeah you can pre-order it here it's like okay when's it coming out it's like a week today and we're like mm. <laughs> that's not october yeah. <laughs> anyway so, yeah. um i found myself intrigued with the info on the upcoming orcs 8th edition codex and so what i want to ask is what are your thoughts on the upcoming codex and its orc culture tactic mechanic i as as the orc player here i shall answer um, yeah i assume this is directed towards you Web. yeah um Swings and roundabouts, uh, I am glad that there are now mechanical um, reasons to play different factions and to play the different clans. Um, however, as I stated back, back, but way, way back when the indexes um, came out, it is slightly irksome that if you've got a force that comprises of multiple different clans, there's certain things that Which probably, everyone does. Which, every, which mm. most, well, a lot of people do because, mm. hell, some of the armies had to run like that. Especially if you've got an army from second edition, that's, they had to run like that, pretty much. Um, especially if you wanted any kind of diversity in what you were able to run. So it means that there's going to be a lot of um, count sazzing because certain things won't work with people who are not in the same clan. Yeah. So I imagine there's a lot of people who go, yeah, I know, like, for me, it'd be like, yeah, I know that my mech is a bad moons here, but he's a goth in terms of yeah. gameplay, which is slightly annoying that you have to do that, but the fact that there is actually a gameplay reason to having them is nice to have again. So, yeah. Swings and roundabouts. Yeah, so if you're starting, if you're starting from scratch now, it's great. If you've got an old army, it's a bit annoying. Yeah, basically. Awesome. Yeah. Any other thoughts on the Codex in general? Have you seen much of it, or has it not been leaked yet? Uh, bits and pieces I've seen, like uh, some of the rules for the buggies and things, look interesting. Um, the one thing I'm actually most interested in is something that's not in the Codex, but is coming in the chapter approved at the end of the year, because there will actually be uh, looted wagons again, so I might be able oh, to nice. finally fucking use them. They can only be used in like the casual play and stuff, but... That's, it, yeah. that's fine. But I'm, I'm not going to... I'm not gonna go and play like tournaments or anything. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I think if I can yeah. use if I can use my looted wagons anywhere, I'm happy. Yeah, awesome. Oh, great. Uh, next up, um, actually, let's skip one and go stick with another 40k question. Tim asks, if you were playing a dating sim in which you got to date any of the 18 uh, Primarchs and get approval from their dad, the Emperor, okay. <laughs> which would you choose and why? Okay, so my immediate thing was Angron, because he'd be a fucking crazy man in the sack. No, he's just, <laughs> he's just a crazy man. I know. But the thing is, like, but on a more emotional level, I just want to be there to make him hot cocoa and tell him that it's going to be okay. Yeah. Because, yeah, oh my god, that poor boy. <laughs> oh, my poor, my poor sweet boy. But I'd probably, I'd probably, like, super date Vulcan. 
Yeah, Vulcan. Oh my god, what an absolute darling. I love Vulcan. (laughs) Maybe, maybe, maybe Gilliman. I feel that he'd actually be a pretty cool guy today. Gilliman's alright. Yeah. He's alright. Yeah, yeah. Not Petrarabo, fuck that guy. <laughs> fuck that guy. No, no, don't fuck that don't guy. Fuck that guy. Don't fuck Explicitly that guy. Explicitly do not. Explicitly do not fuck that guy. What about you? Um, I'm not sure, honestly. Um, I mean, if you're going to go, like, um, pre, like, the heresy happening, you know, you'd probably, uh, Fulgrim would probably be pretty good. Oh, yeah. He'd, like, comb your hair, like, a hundred times so it grows better, and he'd, like... Share, share the his night is, mask with you. The the, uh, the Emperor's children had a commitment to perfection in all things. So uh, he'd the be ones the best un- at giving Yeah, hit. the ones that understood it correctly mm. were the ones that were... It's not that you have to be perfect or that you are perfect. It's, it's that perfection is something you should strive for. Yeah. So he would strive to be the best lay possible. Oh, so, absolutely. You know, he'd be reading. He'd be like... I know this isn't anatomy. dating. We're just going straight to the hard fucking... But, Come you know, on, what podcast yeah. have you what, written a question to? Seriously, what did you expect? <laughs> so you'd say Fulgrim you'd want to do the hard fucking with? Yeah. Okay. Draw a butt. I've been quickly looking to try and find the Primarch with the best beard. Um, That's probably uh, I don't think... So far, I can't find any. No, no, I I'm, I'm going to headcanon that Ross has a beard. Yeah, but he doesn't though. On he doesn't any, know. any of the it's pictures. Like, no, well, I think the best I imagine he could grow him. the best beard and I could, I, could, I could date him and then persuade him to grow his beard out. Yeah, but because that that would have been that was my go-to answer until I looked up a picture of him. And I'm like, oh, he's clean yeah. shaven. Oh, I that's mean, really you could always because like the better drawings I've seen of Russ, he has like at least very hefty sideburns. Okay, I've actually got an answer for him. It'll be easy. Okay, yeah. If you want to go with fan cannon, uh, Dawn with a handlebar. Oh, on the sash. well, not yeah. handlebar with a mutton. Oh, yeah, sash. with the yeah, 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 yeah. So Absolutely. like TTS version. Mm. Um, yeah, he's got a mutton sash. Mm. So. Nice. Okay, yeah, I mean, that's yeah, pretty Yeah, go good. for Daddy Dawn. Okay, so Daddy Dawn. Okay. Daddy Dawn, so, Daddy Dawn. Okay. Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, and the third question I've got through, um, back, to, back, to D&D, uh, back to D&D stuff. Uh, not enough DACA. They're preparing their campaign, which used to be D&D, but now they've moved on to a homebrew campaign cool. based around 40k. Okay. Um, they'd still love to do a D&D campaign sometime, um, but they say they're not great at the rules, and then there's other things like time constraints and stuff. Yeah. Which yeah. is, yeah, very. Mm-hmm. Um, but their question is, they'd like to know if you had any tips for a wannabe DM from a world building point of view. That's they say, do you say, or, anyth- or anything in general. And we, we have said a few, I think we've given various tips for playing and DMing. But I don't think we've really mentioned how we did world building type stuff. So, I mean, it can, you can, I mean, you could have a whole, you could have a whole series of podcasts about this. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I did. I, I replied on the email and gave, gave a few things, which I'll go over now. But I think first up is that if you don't have much time, or if you are at all intimidated or just don't want to, or whatever, like playing in a pre-existing world is completely legit, like completely there valid, is. and it's I no think... less good or no less anything than doing your own. Like I, I wanted to do my own because to me, I've got the time, and I was like, if I've got the time, I'd rather do my own because then I know if I make something up, I won't be conflicting with anything. Um, but it does take a lot of time. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say I have seen like there is occasionally the occasional gatekeeper or snob who's like, oh, you you run like pre-existing modules. So yeah, no, fuck those people. Yeah, you I mean, do yeah, that's the thing. You like, feel comfortable with. You can run in a pre-existing world, or hell, just if you just want to play, just run a pre-existing whole module. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that's. I've I've never actually done one, but I've heard, the, especially the new ones at the moment, people seem to like them. Mm. Um, and there's nothing less valid or 
anything about doing that if that's if and it'll save you a, quite a bit of time i imagine yeah and it'll which, probably get you more helps. comfortable to playing the game so you'll feel a bit more confident in making your own yeah, if that's what exactly. you want to do i have heard um, one thing from a few people um of that one way to do um various little bits of world building like ideas of how a world functions or how a city is or how um certain characters sit within that world is to steal yes um, yeah but, that's, that's best Matt way... Colville's best piece of advice: is steal everything. Um, and <laughs> there's kind of two. I think there's two ways of going about it that work the best. One is to steal from everywhere, so what you're stealing specific things from becomes harder to harder to yeah. um, define. Yeah. Or only steal from shit the people in your party don't know about. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, if Snipe was to do stuff and she takes things from The Witcher, which no doubt she has. Um... Wow. <laughs> I mean, then yeah, I... but wow. Then... <laughs> Then I wouldn't know. Um, no, so yeah, I wouldn't no one would know because I'm the only one at the table who's played The Witcher. Yeah, so I played the so first you... half hour at least twice. Oh, okay, it, it, well, I'm sorry. I take it back. I clearly have a, a fellow super fan here. But yeah, that's that would be my. Uh... I bet you. I bet you can't wait for the live action fucking Netflix series. I kind of can't because it's going to be a clusterfuck of everything. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be the worst. And like that wig. Yeah. Oh my god, that wig. Oh, yeah. I'm hoping it's good, but that wig ain't. <laughs> You guys got any other advice for um, Just start. The way I did it was I went... So you can you can either do it bottom down or top... Bottom up or top down. So oh. I started, like, looking at the, just the town you're going to be in and then slowly expanding that out as you guys have explored a bit and adding things to it that way. And I had a vague overline of the country you're in and the other cities and things. But I didn't really pad any of that out until it came up in... Or it looked like it was going to come up anyway because you don't need to until it comes up. And it was only recently, like this last episode, um, I went through a load of history of the country that you're in and the town that you're in and things, just because I had a vague idea before, but it hadn't really come up, so I hadn't spent much time doing it. Because the other alternative is you go top down and you start off, okay, what is the continent I'm in or the planet? Then, okay, I can narrow it down to a town. But that way, it's probably easier to get overall context of things, but it's a lot more time. Mm, and yeah. you end up preparing a lot of stuff that people may or may not ever find out. So yeah. it's, if you want to do it, great, fine. But if you're time pressured at all, I think just concentrate on, okay, you know what, there needs a town and there needs to be a pub in the town and there needs to be some sort of quest giver, be that a person or a notice board or something. But for your first few sessions, that's really all you need. Yeah. And yeah. then if you want to, you can expand it after that. Yeah, mm. and um, I think like that would probably lead to um, just like playing with your players in like like drama Matt says a tavern, a dungeon, or whatever. You build on it from there, but you can use your players' expectations, which will give you things mm. that, like inspiration yeah. that you haven't thought about. So maybe. Like they're like, oh, um, there's this person who looks like who has like all this equipment. Is there a mine nearby? And you're like, shit, is there? And like, it, it can help you with new ideas. Yeah. It can, it can give you some ideas so you can play. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, always like listen to Drama Matt a bit more because yeah. he absolutely knows what he's talking <laughs> well, he's, about. He's just, I'm just finished guessing. wrapping up an adventure. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, he's definitely the successful boy here. The last couple of bits, I don't want to dwell too long because, like I said, you can st- st- sit on this topic forever. Mm-hmm. Um, but. As mentioned before, random generators are your friends. So I've, I've got random name generators, random tavern generators. There's like city map generators, like country demographic generators, which says, okay, it's a country this size. So maybe there's, you know, 
it could, it could like a city of a thousand people. Maybe there's ten bakers. Maybe there's twenty pubs. There's like it just gives you a bit of an idea, which you don't have to use any of, but you can use it as a springboard to like, okay, this there may be this many sort of people. Well, maybe there's more in your town. That's fine, but it gives you a bit of an idea. Yeah, um, which I've used quite a lot of, and I've actually just one last recommendation, which isn't a full recommendation because I haven't used it properly, but I've saw the other day there's a website called World Anvil. And basically, it's kind of a... It's a um, husband and wife or two partners that did it. And one of them wanted to DM stuff and create their own world. And one of them's an author who wanted to create their own world for books. So they, but they, was, they couldn't find a particularly good tool to keep notes on it. So they basically just made their own website. Oh, um, nice. But it's basically it's similar to what I do in OneNote in that, you know, you can never have everything organised by people or by places and have, like, hyperlinks between them. But what it also seems to do is that, firstly, OneNote is a bit of a faff if you want to, like... Because if you're wanting to link between things, you have to, like, find the page you're linking to, go to that page, copy its, like, link address, find your way back to the page you're writing and copy it in and then do it the other way around. It's a bit... A bit not elegant. Mm. And this one, is, you can just use at, sim- at symbols. So you can go at whatever and it just quickly link into, you know, so this person works for this organisation, which is based in this city. And then also when you're creating new things, it just gives you a load of writing prompts for it hmm. um, to fill out boxes rather than just having them. Because quite often I'll come to a blank page on my OneNote thing and be like, so what do I need to make up about this guy? Do I need to know his whole backstory or do I just need to know a few important bits? But because you've got a blank page, you're like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> so I haven't looked into it much and I'm probably not going to move over because all my stuff's in OneNote and I can't be bothered to copy everything. But I only saw it the other day and it looks like it could be quite useful. Yeah, no. Mm. It's free. It's free. It's free. Um, there is a you can pay for a like you donate to their Patreon and you get a few more features. One of which could be a big turn off because all the worlds you make are pu- are technically public, ah. in that anyone can look for them. So not public. You're not releasing the rights to your work or anything, but other people can look for them if they so know what to search like for. So if you have a maybe a not so scrupulous um, player, they could so, just look that up. Yeah, but there is there is secrets you can put in. So each page you can put in things that no one can see. But so you you don't have to worry about that. It's just if you do, if you're worried about people copying your ideas or something, which I wouldn't be, but is a completely valid thing if you would be. Um, yeah. And if you want, if you are, if you would prefer it to stay private, you do have to pay for the paid version, which is I think three dollars a month or something. So yeah. not unreasonable, but also more expensive than free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just I don't know. It just looked like quite. If I was starting now, I probably would have started on that rather than using OneNote because OneNote's fine, but it's a bit janky. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I definitely recommend using something like that rather than paper notes because trying well, my paper notes got so convoluted so quickly and like <laughs> adding trying to add stuff to pages and then you run out of page and you're like well do I continue these notes like halfway through the book or do I squeeze it in the margin and then you're trying to link oh what who's in this town this person this person like on a electronic file you can just click on the person and it goes to them which is great <laughs> <laughs> paper is lovely and I, I would love to do it in theory have a big binder but it very quickly becomes very impractical. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, like I said, we can talk far too much. So let's move on. <laughs> yes. Um, is there any more questions at your end? Or uh, no, that no, that was just a okay. Many this week. Then I actually have an email. Uh, okay. To read out now. This is not a normal email. Okay. Uh, this <laughs> is a the Nigerian prince. How many emails do we get that are normal? Well, that's okay, fair. fair point. So I have. If you were playing a dating sim in 40k, <laughs> no offense, oh, Tim. Great no. question, but I wouldn't call it normal. 
Now, <laughs> I, I think it's an amazing. Now I'm going. It's a great to... question. Yeah, no. Mm. You okay, so I am going to read out this email, and it's uh, it's because it was Halloween recently. Yep. Yes. And we hadn't we we haven't done like a Halloween um, episode of this. Yeah, we need to get on that next year. Um, we do have um, there should be a Halloween video that might be out by the time you, s- you <laughs> see this. I don't fucking know. It's been a it's rough been week. It's been a really horrible month. Oh. Um, so, I, did, I did have a vaguely, if we were recording yesterday, which is when we would usually record, that would have been the day after Halloween, which is, you know, All Hallows Day or whatever. Yeah. Which in France is a public holiday, so I had the day off yesterday. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, nice. I have the day off all of those. But <laughs> that would have been my one Halloween thing. It's like the best thing about Halloween is that the day after Halloween, I get a day off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get that. But anyway, I'm going to read this because we've been going for two hours yep, on the recording. Yep, yep, yep. So I'm going to read this damn thing. Okay. And whoever edits this, Remember to put the spooky, creepy pasta music that everyone uses <laughs> oh, on their bloody YouTube videos behind okay. it. Okay. <clears throat> this is an SCP entry. Ooh, okay. is it a Good. new one just for us? Yes. Ooh. SCP-12193. Object class. Euclid. Okay, you're not... you got to do it like the Vulgan or don't do it at all. Okay, well, I'm going to do it like how I'm going to do it. Okay, then do it wrong. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> let, let, me get, let me get through this. I'm waiting. Ready for spoops. Special Containment Procedures A circular parameter has been established two kilometres from SCP-1293, and a quarantine zone has been established one kilometre from SCP-1293. Exploration of SCP-1293, because by the way the picture showing it is a like an abandoned factory. It's a spooky factory, okay. that's the exterior of it. Exploration of SCP-12193 is prohibited outside of remotely controlled drones. Foundation operatives are able to maintain the facade of a forest uh, forest rangers in the employ of the German government. Description. SCP-12193 is a factory located near the town of Redacted in Hesse, Germany, that was discovered on May 25th, Redacted. Due to the isolated nature of the factory and the low survival rate of individuals who come into contact with it, it is possible that SCP-12193 had been previously discovered, but unreported. SCP-12193 consists of two buildings. The smaller contains offices and a processing area for the distribution of SCP-12193-1. So an instance of SCP-12193. Yes. Okay. And the larger containing machinery related to the production of the confe- of confectionery. SCP-12193 <laughs> is a is in a, in a severe state of disrepair and appears to have been left abandoned for an extended period of time. Any form of biological life that enters into the larger building disappears from the sight of observers, and any form of audio or video recording devices fail. Remotely controlled drones entering the large building show it to be completely vacant. Although a slight hum of machinery can be heard, but not a trace to a source. One hour after the first building was entered, a conveyor in the second building will become active, and a box marked Redacted will appear containing 12 sealed instances of SCP-12193-1. SCP-12193-1 is a marzipan-covered sponge oh, cake fuck off! <laughs> wrapped in plain white packaging. Off! Upon opening the packaging, oh. the individual feels compelled to eat the cake. No, they don't. And share it with anyone nearby. No. 
cutting into the cake shows that it is its internal structure resembles a checkerboard pattern, but made of whatever entered the larger building. See, they're just they're just describing actual Battenberg. <laughs> Fucking hell! Additional notes. So far, five instances of SCP-12193 have been created. The first two were unknown, but uh, but instances three to five have been documented. I'm just going to say the first rather than saying the number each time. Yeah, sure. Uh, the first uh, For the first one, initial survey of the survey team a- entering the facility one hour after uh, SCP-12193-1 appeared uh, and was opened by the second survey team after sharing it between themselves... They brought the remainder to site redacted. The patterning of SCP-12193-1 was pink and yellow sponge held together by a deep red jam wrapped in a white marzipan. Further testing at site redacted identified the pink and yellow sponge to be genetically similar to human bone and muscle. The red jam contained, uh, contained three types of blood matching the blood types of the initial survey team and the marzipan made of fibers matching standard issue field team clothing. And also... Like, you know, feculence. When interviewed, the second survey team stated that it was the best cake they had ever tasted. The second (laughs) instance of it, while a wild deer wandering SCP-12193, after one hour, SCP-12193-1 appeared and was opened by a remotely controlled drone. This instance was covered in dark brown marzipan, but otherwise resembled SCP-12193. The marzipan was just deer fur. It was just deer fur. (laughs) Testing identified the marzipan was woven from the deep hair and the sponge and jam was also made from deer material. The last one was a collection of mushrooms and plants thrown into SCP-12193 by Dr. W. I imagine just Dr. W is like, he just happens to be the the guy with the best throwing arm (laughs) in in the entire office. So they're like, yeah, just chuck in a bunch of mushrooms, will you? After one hour, um, SCP-12193-1 appeared and was opened by a remotely controlled drone. This instance was covered in a light brown marzipan when cut open and showed a checkerboard pattern of light green and brown held together by a dark green jam. So, a fungal version. You mean just standard marzipan. Addendum, note from (laughs) Dr. W. I still can't get over how good 1C tasted. Never mind the components thrown in. I don't even like sponge cake. I think I'll petition for more testing for... um, research purposes <laughs> so yes that was that was that was the horrifying factory that turns everything into Battenberg thank you very much Shanus for you, sending Shainus. that in you dick <laughs> thank you <laughs> and finally the moment I heard Marzipan I was like oh fuck off <laughs> so yes uh, finally we have a few quick fire questions because I put up on Twitter because we're doing a D&D podcast cool for some quick fire questions so try and answer them as quickly as possible <laughs> like okay, so two uh, hours later okay yeah. I'm just going to say if it goes over like four words I'm just going to move on okay okay be a dick <laughs> so why are gnomes the best race that's from Strabo uh, they're not because they're adorable right height oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. web <sighs> Second one is from Constellation Hall. Uh, what edition of D&D do you like best, and what RPGs would you like to try in the future? Uh, for me, I've only played 4 and 5th, 4th and 5th in D&D. 5th yeah. uh, I like better, because I think the simplified nature works well. Yeah, no, And ones I'd like to play, uh, I'd like to play Wrath and Glory, and basically uh, like Death Watch and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd say 5th edition is my favourite D&D. I'd like to play Pathfinder. I'd also like to play... Uh... 
yeah, Wrath and Glory. And I'd like to play more Call of Cthulhu, because apparently there's a new edition out and I didn't even realise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A new, yeah. A new one came out from what we've got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, I also want to play The Witcher tabletop RPG. Oh, yeah, That seems yeah. pretty cool. Uh, and you, Matt? Uh, I've played 3.5, 4 and 5, and prefer 5. Um, four, 4 is kind of a clusterfuck, and 3.5. Is, there's a lot of stuff, but for getting, especially for getting new people into it, I think that this, the way that 5th simplified it, without taking away any really any of the depth mm-hmm. is quite good yeah um uh, i don't really i'm happy with fifth i like I, I would happily play others if other people wanted to but i don't have any you know aims to go off and play something different okay um third question from cara mistress of the goat is what is the cutest monster in D&D and why is it the portal hound from the mmo i've just sent you a picture of it it is adorable that is a good dog that yeah, that's a good dog. What's, why is that different to just a dog? Yeah, I think maybe it's that's cute a, dog. Don't get me wrong. Cute dog. Um, so cute dog. The cutest monster in D anD D is whatever dog you happen to see that day. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Citron um, has asked, um, "Have you guys considered running the Tomb of Horrors?" Uh, no, no, sod off. <laughs> Quite frankly, <laughs> uh, Unity has asked, um, "What's your favorite rare or obscure big bad monster?" In D and D, I know, like in okay, can it be just any tabletop RPG? I, mean, I guess because I'm gonna go with the Hounds of Tindalos from Call of Cthulhu. They are pretty rad because yeah. I love the Hounds of Tindalos. That story is oh my god, that's so cool. Go like that up at home, people. Yeah, go read um, the story. It's not actually by Lovecraft. It is in the mythos though, and it is a good story. And um, the Hounds of Tindalos are amazing. Yeah, I don't, I don't honestly know. I'm not that up on the uh, on, on like the D and D bestiary and mm. stuff. So I, I reckon I, Drummer Matt's going to say Rust Monster because he'll just want an excuse to throw them at them. <laughs> I quite like the um, I forgot what they're called brains brains on legs that like <laughs> suck away your intellect. Um, they're quite fun. I don't know, mind flayers, pets. I forgot what they're called. They're yeah, quite fun. no, I get you. There's lots um, of fun ones, but we haven't had chance because you guys only just got to level six. We've not yeah. had chance to see too many interesting ones yet. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. We'll get back to you. Yeah. Okay. And related, uh, the new painter has asked, "What D and D monster do you most want to be? Werewolf or a Tarrasque? <laughs> Being a Tarrasque would be pretty good. Yeah, I want to be a were Tarrasque, <laughs> 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 which is totally a real thing. Shut up. Yeah. If a werewolf bites, if a werewolf bites a Tarrasque, like, oh, I think its constitution probably. is so high. I don't think it'd even notice, but. Yeah. Maybe, maybe have a very high level werewolf. Very, very like basically have a terrasque that this, is also a werewolf. This sounds like another terrasque. This sounds like uh, something where you need to sit down and with a work uh, out layers with, with a piece of paper and a calculator and work out the statistical chances mm-hmm. of like how high a level would you have to make a werewolf <laughs> to be able to make a terrasque into a were terrasque. Yeah, that's fair. Um, <laughs> and you know what? You've just given the best answer, so I don't. Uh, you, I don't feel the answer. Okay, drama. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, I think that's it. Okay. Fair yeah. <laughs> So the very uh, the very last one is actually from uh, our Discord because I posted it on the Discord as well. Uh, is from uh, Talix Fallout, whose name is actually T Alex, but we always call them Talix, and they're, they've apparently just okay with us doing that. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> um, maybe what's an easy way to get into D and D? Just start. Grab uh, large friends if they're around and just go. We're playing D and D. Or what's maybe a good starting class for an easy learning curve? Um, I'd say if, if you want the easiest learning curve, uh, play a fucking barbarian. There's nothing to them. Yeah, yeah any, anything that's not magical. Magic yeah. gets a little bit confusing. Not not much once you know what you're doing, but... It, but 
it's, yeah, it, in, it can be a little bit confusing to kind yeah. of get into a magical character, speaking as someone who mains one. And he gives you far too many options as well. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. so yeah, something like a barbarian or a fighter is probably the easiest way to go to start off. I'd say so, yeah. And yeah, just... Maybe a rogue if you want it a little bit more difficult, yeah. a little bit trickier. But just grab some, uh, grab some mates together and tell them we're just playing fucking D&D. Yeah. Uh, and don't let them leave the room. You can get the starter box or like there's free rules online for like mm-hmm. the base, like including like for the basic classes and basic rules. It's all free online. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Like legitimately free online, not just mm-hmm. not, not just normal everything free, is online. free online. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Legitimately on the on the on the D&D website, like there's basic yeah. rules and stuff for free. Yeah. Yeah. So. Cool. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's all the questions that we have. Nice. So, um... Sorry for answering them all wrong, probably. Well, I mean, sorry that you asked the questions that you didn't want to hear the answers to. Look, if you, ask, correct. if you ask us a question, you know you're not going to get a good a good response. So, oh, you okay, know. you asked me a question. Especially not two, two hours into recording. Well, yeah. <laughs> but no, that that was... Yeah, we, we fucking did it. Okay. Yeah. Thank oh. you so much for listening, everybody. That was a lot of fun to go through, and I'm going to miss... Miss our characters and draw them out DMing. They're just going. They're all. All you know. The they're characters. They're going on just, holiday. They're just going for a sleep. That's fine. Yeah. They're just. They're, they're not just, dead. They're sleeping. They're just going to a farm or country. <laughs> God, they'll be able to run around in the fields. No. And enjoy themselves. Nathan's just going to get pissed in the shade. That's all he's going to do. <laughs> and then farmer will fucking shoot him because he just keeps getting shot. <laughs> yeah. It's like anyway, yeah. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to our super special D and D episode where we just talk about D and D, which was actually a lot of fun. Yeah, but yeah. I've been Snipe, he's been Wib, and he has also been Drummer Matt. Yes, we have. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Are you like guys like Venom? Like, what, basically, Drummer Matt comes over and you just wear him like a hat. No. Oh no! I was... guess I'll scrap that part of the fan fiction then. No, shall I? it's just because that 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 ending normally goes somewhere, and then just ending it like that, we were just like, uh... yeah, no, because you're always complaining at me for not ending it quickly. So how about I just end it after you guys say bye? I mean, like we always do. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Goodbye, Goodbye, everybody. Bye.